0: Hello, and welcome to Scuttlebutt, the War Movie Review Podcast. We're happy to have you with us as we take a look at films from the dawn of cinema to today. We aim to provide a raw and unapologetic review of each film's cinematography, historical accuracy, and delivery. In the process of analysis, certain details will be revealed. These spoilers are only divulged to ensure a fair assessment of each film. We join the fight for the Atlantic this week with Jonathan Mostow's 2000 battle of the atlantic epic u571 as always i'm joined by mike a yes mike b yep and skipper nate
1: all right all right all right
0: <laughs> so what'd you guys think
1: oh, what do we think what do we think well you talked first so you gotta go I yeah you. I didn't want there to be a lull in there. Um, <laughs> Who breaks the silence? So I cut out later. Right. Oh no. Holy shit, dude. Where do I even start? <laughs> with broke this fucking thing? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Where do we even start with this dude? I mean, I hadn't seen this in years, um, but it was always one of those movies that I do remember like seeing when I was, I don't know, 11 or something. Um, and I, it's funny actually when I was 11 years old, I went on the universal, uh, Universal Studios tour and they had the set there for this movie with the submarine out there and everything and I saw it uh in person uh right after this movie had come out so that was that was kind of interesting I'm sure it's long gone now but um yeah this movie dude um I I, I have this beef with David Ayer the guy who wrote this uh you know who also wrote Fury and it's like he's got he his way of approaching world war ii history is that he likes movies about world war ii and then he takes that and then decides to make his own movie you know it's just fan fiction basically and uh that's what this is like this is just fucking dust boat you know it's like he was a fan of the movie dust boat obviously he's i want to make a dust boat so he makes this fucking movie I don't think he directed it. I think he just wrote it. But then the same thing with Fury way, you know, later is he's, I like Saving Private Ryan. I want to make Saving Private Ryan. So he makes Fury. And it's the same thing here. Um, And it's just stupid and bombastic and, and surprisingly boring. This movie is very boring, in my opinion. I, I uh, didn't remember it being this boring, but it was for me anyway. So that's my opening.
0: This is the first time I saw this movie not on TNT. I didn't know that there's a whole scene in the beginning where they're fucking out Germans. I, I literally every time I've seen this movie, it starts at the fucking port when they're modifying the submarine. So like, I I started and I was like, "Do I have the right movie?" I go, what the fuck? So it was interesting from that viewpoint. Um, yeah, it's a movie. Um, <laughs> you don't say, Brian. Yes, I don't know. It's uh god everybody's in this fucking was it brian or bill paxton fucking mcconaughey uh the one guy fuck it yeah you get it wrong but um McConaughey. <laughs> the one guy that got fired from eyes wide shut who's famous I forget his name uh harvey Keitel. like fucking uh, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah
2: like he got, I mean, no he got
0: fired from apocalypse
2: now he also eyes wide shut Oh, really? I don't know that story. I'll have to look
0: that up. Yeah, he, the first day of shooting, he did a like 78 takes for a scene with Kubrick and he said, fuck you, and left. Mm. So then they hired um, Tom Cruise instead. Good yeah, for him. Literally. Yeah, he was like, I'm not doing this. I'm a professional. So, but anyway, that's probably why, probably why I couldn't remember his name. So, uh, yeah, it's a very interesting film. Um, not a good movie at all. And it very much falls into that two thousand trope. This is like the European version of Pearl Harbor in a lot of ways. Um,
1: Funny enough, there's a lot of the same actors in Pearl Harbor in this too.
0: Yeah. And it's just this polished, but it's a, it's a polished nightmare of a movie, but it fits into the summer of 2000 very well. So that being said, I will pass it on to Mike.
3: Like what Mike said, Mike A said, um, this is literally somebody watched Das Boot. And They were like, I want to make my own film. I want to write my own thing. Not based in any kind of historical accuracy whatsoever. And the last time I I actually saw this in theaters when I was 10, right? Or 9, I think. My dad brought me to it, of course. And um, it's like, I saw it and I was like, when you see it in theaters, the depth charge scenes are really kind of freaky because they're so loud. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. This is a great. This is the best naval warfare movie ever. But I was 9 or 10. And, uh, yeah, it's like, now re-watching it, it's really just. It's not the worst film I, we, that we've reviewed on this show. But it's far from the best. And it's it got so hyped and it was so popular for so long and I'm like, oh, I understand now that that, that kind of like um, transition to history and like the understanding of World War II in the 90s and the early 2000s. Like, same Private Ryan just kind of sparked this big thing and then it's like, okay, that's ride the coattails of that. I want to I make this movie. It's not historically accurate at all and it's got a lot of things wrong with it but people will buy it and they'll watch it and we'll make money on it. Popcorn. It's popcorn, yeah. And it's like, okay, I get it, but um, there were some things that were actually okay that were, like, kind of interesting. I-, I like the communication between the guys, but that's about it. <laughs> like, that's about it. And the that's, rest that's, of it was just... That's fucking... your pull
2: quote on the DVD.
3: Yeah, is the communication between the guys, like, when they're, as a crew, not terrible, but I'm also not... I was never in the navy. I was never a submariner, right? So I don't know, but um, that seemed like interesting to me. But like uh, the whole the whole plot and everything, my God! I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, it's so far fetched and stupid. But uh, yeah, that's my opening thoughts.
1: So am I the only one who had never ever even seen clips of this? Really? That's what that me, dude. This seems like something you'd see. I've never. I have never seen this movie, nor seen a single clip of it. I've never seen it on TNT. I never saw it on TV at whatsoever.
0: Well, you've never ever been interested in military history, or reenacted, or at no, all never. in yeah, that world yeah. of, of anything. So yeah, it makes I'm, sense. I'm
1: I'm I'm shocked as much as you are because I was like, how have I not ever seen anything of this movie? But I mean, at the same time, I'm glad I didn't because <laughs> it. I, I I guess to echo what Mike said, you know, it's not the worst thing we've done. It's not but it's definitely not the best. Um it's very much just seems like this like what Brian almost said uh, cuz going last is always hard, you know, it's like I it, it it is literally I think the word I used on the chat was milk toast. Yep. It's just milk toast. It's middle of the road. Not great, not horrendous, but not maybe a little bit below the bar of middle. You know, it just, it just was just like okay, that's happening. Okay, that's happening. Okay, interesting. And I watched this on VHS, so I had the best ability to ignore, you know, age, technology, and and graphics, and what's obviously a model and all that other stuff. And it it worked. It looked good. Looked fine. I was impressed with like. The submarine set, you know, moving through the water and stuff like that. Like that's really cool, you know. And the death charges with the models, I have to applaud that. That's really good. They looked convincing to me at least, um, you know. And I and I have to give it that. But the plot is non-existent for me. I I don't care about any of it. It's oh, interesting, cool. Oh look, there's Lieutenant Spears. Oh look, he drowned immediately. Interesting. Oh, the poor wife. Oh no, he couldn't. Even have five minutes to have to to consummate the marriage. Oh no, you're going to die. Like you can read it like a mile away. So it's like, (laughs) uh, again, it's like it's not the best film in the world, but it's not the worst. And it 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 was um, it was interesting. I will say, starting off strong, what Brian said, I was very impressed. It was the Germans are all in German, and the Germans are speaking German. Mm-hmm. let's yes. just let's let's make sure we paint that out because that 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 is really commendable to actually do that because how many movies at the time just don't so there's that but that's my intro it just a whole time i'm like i'm not bored but i'm not impressed it's it's a movie as brian says you know yep. <laughs> like well put. Yeah. well put yeah so
0: to jump in it from there uh so it was interesting, you know, I, I did find a behind the scenes uh, thing for this and it filled in a few of the blanks. And uh, according to the director, uh, Mostow, he was doing research for another film in San Francisco and he saw a sign that was like World War Two submarine tours. It's like, "Wow, oh, that's interesting. Wow. And then like three years later, was in San Francisco again and was like, I should do that. And then he did that. And that's what imprinted the idea to make this movie, at least um, in the late 90s. So I'm not sure how he's influenced from there, but it was kind of interesting. And I'm not sure what else he's made, to be honest. The director? Like, I don't yeah. know.
2: I just know it was written by David Ayer. He I'm, was I'm one gonna, of three I'll, I'll writers. I'll pull it up right yeah. now. Okay.
0: Um, but uh, that was interesting, you know, and I, I just got the sense like the more I, I watched the behind the scenes stuff, because a shit ton. Oh, boy. <laughs>
2: I just I just pulled them up too. Sorry, Brian, go
0: ahead. No worries. A shit ton of work really went into this movie. Like they did yes. a lot of work on the sets. <laughs> they did a lot of work on the uniforms. Like I have to give them props for the whites. You never see white naval whites in movies. And it was pretty cool to see them um, in the Unless
1: it's like an academy movie, you really don't yep. see whites. Even
0: then they're Chinese yeah. and their the pockets are small. Like this looked good. Like I even found something from the prop master and she was like, I've never made this many uniforms for a film in sixty years. So I'm like, well, you must have not work on a lot of stuff. But you know, it was <laughs> it, it was it was interesting um, to see that. But they did a shit ton of work behind this movie, you know, and it just I don't know. It made me feel like they had such good intentions going to make this like 1960s esque like adventure commando movie. And then it just fucking fell flat. And it's got some of them. It's got like the same cinematographer from uh, the Field of Lost Shoes. Because everything is so polished and stationary,
1: it wasn't the, as bad as that. I will counter you on that. Just it's a movie.
0: It's a it's a professional film. So yes, but it's like the yeah. least amount of professional of creativity you can have in a professional setting. Like my favorite shot for the whole film late, is like it's late when the running.
1: 90s filmmaking though, like yeah, like I'm I'm not I'm not picking a fight. I, I agree with yep. you. I'm just saying like you said feel like field of Lost shoes. I'm like oh no 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 field of Lost shoes was a lot worse because you and I are same the only ones vein that can talk but about professionalism.
0: That. Okay. It, it, okay. this is like the least creative you can get with a big budget movie in my opinion. Okay. Cause okay. like it was just very stationary shot and I it just feel felt like there was a, a lot of stress in getting everything in the frame. So that equated to very, you know, stationary wide shots with some things thrown in, but it just, it was very, uh, you know, people talking in rooms and people talking here and people talking there. And, um, And it was cool, too, because, you know, Paxton, he he was coming off Titanic. You know, he was an he was in a lot of stuff. And he even he commented. He was like looking at the set. He was like, I've seen a lot of fucking rain setups, but I've never seen anything like this. It was like a whole like, you know, football field full and that open water tanks and everything. And, And Michael, did you see those open water tanks and everything? Like uh no from or? what i
2: remember it was just like a big it was like a giant like lake that it, it, there was no like rigging or anything like that it was after the movie had come out yeah because they
0: yeah. said that they filmed it in like the largest open water filming whatever in the world and th- what i saw they had like these submarines next to each other for that scene and everything set up but it was just interesting because again you know paxton was in everything and it just right. for him to be like the level of special effects and, and like practical stuff they did is blew me away it's just interesting to, to think about because they rain- built the fucking titanic like a year before three years yeah before. the ra- so. the rain the rain in that in that
1: the for that thing that was i thought that i was like wow it's really coming down it's those are fat drops and, and then i'll let michael speak it's like those those big like to get rain just as a film a film aspect here to get rain on film like that your drops have to be fat it has to be fat Big raindrops, and that sucks as an actor because you're just being pelted with these like marble-sized raindrops for that stuff to come up on film. So it's 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 really so when I saw like Bill Paxton and um, I can't remember the the German's name, but the. the He's he's Stalingrad '93 guy. Yeah, you know him. Him him getting pelted. He's going like this, like like that. Like I'm like, ah, do I feel that so bad? Fire in your eyes. Whenever
2: it rains in movies, it fucking pours. But uh, yeah, uh, Thomas Kreshman is the actor's name. But um, uh, the thing is, though, the funny thing is, is that I completely forgot Bill Paxton was even in this fucking movie because he's not in. He's not in most of it, and he's he's in like the most boring parts of the movie. He's and, very, uh, he's very wooden in this too.
0: Nice to roll.
2: You don't hire yeah. Bill Paxton to be like the stoic leader. Like Bill Paxton is great when he's like, you know, kind of, kind, over, of
0: man, yeah, over. Like kind of
2: off his rocker or like kind of a shady dude. Like that's how, those are the kind of people you hire Bill Paxton to be. Not, not this kind of guy. Titanic
0: or aliens. <laughs>
2: how do I get out of this chicken shit outfit? Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's nothing against Bill Paxton because Bill Paxton's great. He's been great in other stuff. It's just like this is not his kind of role. This is kind of miscast for me.
0: Okay, trivia. What small role did Bill Paxton have in a commentary? We Small
2: do? role in a commentary? Uh, I don't know. I mean – I don't
1: know what you mean by that exactly. He wasn't in command. He's not in commando, and we've only done two. So.
0: Oh, okay, I see what you mean. He's commando. He is one of the U.S. Air Force. Oh yeah, he's one of the guys uh, on the. Oh yeah. right,
1: we we we, <laughs> we commented on that. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about <laughs> yeah. that. That's yeah, right. I've, yeah, I've, I've it's totally like two seconds,
0: but it's funny because he he's like you. He's know, like, oh no,
1: to... sir, It just went away. That, that guy. Yeah, you're
0: entering a no-fly yeah. zone. You understand? One of yeah,
1: yeah, the one of the best
2: Paxton roles ever is Predator Two. Have any of you seen Predator Two? a long
1: time ago oh nope he's great in that also um what i've never seen predator 2 predator 2 is fucking good okay it's actually really good yeah
2: it's fun as fuck and it knows mike's making faces yeah (laughs) Predator urban jungle man it's dude like okay that's another discussion anyway uh yeah but that was like when he showed up i was like bill paxton's in this i'm like no, this is not like a Paxton role.
1: This is kind of yeah.
2: Go ahead, Nick. I
1: I was just gonna comment because I did look it up and you did too, but unfortunately, the director is known for Terminator Three. So, Rise of is, the. I think I think it's probably the worst Terminator movie of the rise whole Rise of the Shit. Yeah. You was know, the one with
0: the minigun? I think so. Yeah. And the, the cemetery and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Other, yeah. Other,
1: other other things he's done is uh uh after. Uh, U-571 was Surrogates, the last ship and then he took a big break and then now he just did one, he just did a TV series last year, so Um, but yeah, I mean like, uh, just to comment on like visual effects and stuff, I mean the models, the explosions in the water I, I've seen so much worse so it, it really wasn't bad at all, I really liked it Firing inside the submarine is something else entirely, but I'm sure. we'll
2: get Well, to we that. should talk about that. But yeah, if I was going to say something that I did like, and any of the the shots underwater where you see the depth charges is going off near the sub, and the sub is like yep. quivering, like that's really that looks really cool. You know. Yep.
0: Yeah. No, I will have to say I really there were some scenes because like Broken Clock is right twice a day that I did like, and I really did like the depth charging scenes. I thought that was well done. And I thought that in that the
3: was, theater when I first saw it, it was really um, it was creepy.
0: I could see that, yeah, and I could, I, you know, it's funny, there's certain films where if you see them in theater, they're way better mm-hmm. than, you know, seeing them at home, and it's painful for me to say that, because I watch most of my stuff at home, but that's just reality situation, um, yep. but I could definitely, you know, that would be fucking awesome. Because,
3: like, with with the audio and everything in the theater, it was, you know, it's always cranked, it's loud. And my dad and I were sitting, I think, in the, like, middle part of the theater, and,
0: Old, old school, school theater, see, though. So, like, you know, when you were down on the ground. Well, it's also Not a like, small
3: theater. Yeah, yeah, you're on the ground. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, And so um, we're sitting there, and then when you got the, the flash and then then the sound, that was my first time realizing that, oh, that's how it actually is. Like, it clicked with me. Like, I, I knew, like, lightning and thunder. We Obviously, I grew up in Wisconsin. We've got storms up here. But, like, when I was like, oh, with an explosion, that's there's a delay, and then it's just destroying these guys inside and I'm like oh man and that kind of fucked with my head a little bit and I was like oh man that that's I didn't I didn't realize how powerful it would be but I was like man they're hurting like you know and yeah like the the uh the submarine like flexing you know and quivering like Nate said um it's like in the theater when I first saw that it was it was very uh kind of I guess eye opening and so those scenes I actually still like I watched it you know today on my PC but like it those scenes hold up in my opinion
0: and even though the u-boat is like a good because i've been on u505 it's a good 25 to 30 percent larger than it is in reality i like other the sets they're fucking they're, they're big yeah. even the beginning depth charging scenes and stuff it's well done you know yeah so they, they they do a good job until like i i was again i didn't know that there was a german scene in the beginning of this movie at all so I was shocked and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool, a little slow. And then the propane fire happened in the engine room, and I'm like, okay, well, like-
2: you gotta have the full yeah. body burning. Yeah, you
0: know? that, that then I was like, okay, that's that, this is 2000, yeah. you know, it's like, uh, you yeah, put, full
1: like, body suit with the guy with like the, 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 the nylon sock mask. over his face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I to, to come to comment on, on Mike's, um. <laughs> talking through Michael screaming on fire. Uh, talk. Um. Um. um Mike's coming with the sound. I think it was. Um. You know, five. Five ones. Uh, sound had come out at that point. I think by the early nineties. Yeah. Um. I think at that point in the two thousands, they were rolling out with eight by ones, and then twelve point one shortly after. Because I remember. Um when Return of the King came out, this would have been 03, they updated, like, the local theater with, like, the most updated, like, s- like Supreme Extreme Sound System. Like, they, I remember they named it like that. And I remember, like, the Nazgul screaming, like, hurt my head. It was so loud. Like, that, like, I was, like, 13, and my brain's going, like, ah! With Frodo, it's, like, th- the same thing. So, like, I can only imagine, like, the depth-sounding stuff going, like, small to large and getting really extreme and in that 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 aspect I can only imagine what that sounds like in Yeah, theater. it was
3: it was it was basically like so when you're at a fireworks show, right? Like I don't know, you guys are probably better because again, I'm I live in bumfuck Egypt. But like um <laughs> there's always these fireworks that they'll shoot up, they're really loud when they shoot up, and then it's just like this little tiny gold flash, and then it's a fucking loud one, louder than all the rest of them. That's basically what that effect was in the theater of like you see the flash and everything, and then the sound hit, and I was like, it was this ear-piercing, wham! I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And it was, it was, it was disturbing, like, not, not like in a bad way, but it was like, it just, it just puts your body on edge, like naturally, you go, oh, that's not a good sound. And it was so, it was, I remember, I remember that was really, like, good, as far as like, you know, looking back on it, and like, how the effects were. Um, and that was, was, the, whenever I think of this movie, those, those are the scenes that I actually remember and think of. I don't think of anything else. I just think of like depth charges and then bam, and then watching all the valves starting to fucking, you know, the bolts coming out, and the water coming in. That's what I remembered from when I was a kid. And now when I watched it, I'm like, okay, those scenes hold up. We'll talk about the rest of the shit later, but I did really like that. I don't know how realistic it is because, again, I've never been a submariner. I've never uh, experienced depth charges thank Christ you know and I know how that I know sort of how those operations worked even though this is kind of a wonky scenario because there's one destroyer trying to take out one sub okay but even uh, I like Brian said at the beginning which I'm surprised that you didn't yeah I'm I'm just it, it sucks that you hadn't never seen that scene the before, commercial edit
0: you know? Yeah, I guess. So yep. And so much just fucking ripped out of movies with that. It's crazy.
3: Yeah, and but I the beginning scene of the German's perspective on that boat, um, that was actually pretty decent. And again, really good. It, it, it just it just calls back to Das Boot. Yeah. yeah. It really does. And wanting so go to ahead. do that.
1: again, in its native language, it's so much fucking yeah. better. Yep. It's awesome.
0: So go ahead. Even I'd, I'd argue it goes back even further because in a way this is just the retelling of the '50s movie The Enemy Below, which is a battle between a destroyer and a U-boat, and they have very similar scenes to the oh, beginning of this movie. So remember, it always goes back. But there are definitely scenes from this film that are taken from Das Boot. For example, the fucking mess uh, scene where they're all eating and everything, and like that's totally mm, shits. Photos yeah. on the walls. Yeah. And stuff. yeah, like all that kind of stuff. You know. What, mate? Um, so
1: we've all, as we were talking about earlier before we jumped on, which will probably be at the end, he shoots the chef with a hatchet. How many Medal of Honor, uh, malevolent chef? Yes, thank you. <laughs> how many, oh, yeah. how many, how many submarine levels did we think of in front I, of I, Medal I of Honor? I immediately front-line? thought of that, dude. <laughs> I immediately thought of the malevolent chef with the red hat. The- Yes, yeah, I yeah. Really
0: the guys patrolling on the top of the e boat with MP40s. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 exactly. Yep. Stowaway. Well, they Dumb, would yeah. have
3: had they would have had MP40s, but they wouldn't have been patrolling on the top in the middle of the fucking
0: ocean with them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you going to shoot at? Can you do me a yeah. favor? <laughs> Say that one more time. <laughs> Just because you can, like,
3: they would have had MP40s on board, or MP38s, or you know, MP34s. Even MP-28s, actually. Yeah. But why the fuck would you go above on deck and
0: arm your guys with those if you're in the middle of the fucking ocean? There's only one reason to have someone with a gun on a ship when you're in the middle of the ocean. You guys know what that is? Nate probably knows what it is.
1: I'll let the other guys Grappling
0: hooks? Shark patrol. Oh, well... yeah, it, that's a, actually is a very serious thing. Mostly, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Pacific and everything. But there's always been one guy hanging out with an M1 or something.
1: If someone's boarding or they're doing supply exchange or whatever, it's shark patrolling. It's not necessarily for other things because you can see other things so far away. But yeah, it's shark patrolling or. It's but like, then, would you not
0: have a K98 instead of? Well, no, a you totally G-40? would. No, that that's if guys are swimming. That's a swim call. That's something completely different. But, I, yeah, but yeah, I I, yeah. I agree
1: with you. But th- the concept of a gun on a deck, yeah. that's that's all I mean. It, yeah. it's
0: it's completely asinine like you said and and the more u-boat memoirs you read because that was something i really loved early on in my study of history is that you find out that they were so lax like they had u-boat clothes that were fucking civilian clothes they would wear their hats with their rank like you know, like mike said what the fuck are you guarding in the middle of the ocean on a crippled boat you're yeah. not thinking about that you know and the last thing you're thinking of is that there's going to be a spy operation where a fake u-boat's going to show up let me yeah. tell you how many times that happened let me yeah. t- let me tell you that how worried they were about that. Make sure like, you say
1: it because they can't see the zero. I was going to say for None. an audio podcast, Brian's holding up a goose egg. Yeah. So, yeah,
2: well, that's 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 the funny thing because okay, during the actual like raid scene, um, you know when they finally like go in, they're you know they board the the U boat and they're. They're dropping grenades into it. They're shooting. And the guy doesn't speak
1: German for 40 goddamn hours. Right. Yeah. That, and, that cut back and forth was so
0: long. Do you know how yeah. delicate all that shit is?
2: Well, like, here, yeah. What I'm going to say is like, so the boat's already in trouble. I mean, they're like, they have engine problems and they, they don't have anyone to repair it. And then this happens and guys are coming out like, in that initial attack, I don't know, like six to 10 guys on deck just get shot and die. And then they're like. They're, they're coming into the conning tower. They're dropping grenades into it, and they're coming in. They're shooting, and some of the Germans are still, like, holding, hiding with pistols and stuff. It's like, d- d- give up. Like, what are you doing? What are you defending? You know?
3: Well, <laughs> like, I'm just going to preface this entire – because I know what we're getting into, and that's uh, fine because we need to talk about that, and that's a huge problem I have with this fucking film. The Kriegsmarine at that time were the least loyal to the quote-unquote Nazi party, right? Like, the the beliefs, the ideology, and, like, following them being loyal and all that shit. They were having a lot of problems with, like, mutinies on boats and shit because they were like, this is fucking stupid.
1: This fucking sucks.
3: No, like, the (laughs) Kriegsmarine or the the KM, I'll just call it from now on, um, they had the most problems with that, especially at this point. Between 40 and 42, they were having the most problems with that. Most KM guys who were captured, sailors... Uh, we're like, okay, cool. It's over. Fine. Fuck it. We're done. Yeah. This is stupid. And there was a lot of, you know, captains of U-boats, um, uh, cruisers, destroyers, and everything that were literally saying, we we need to figure this shit out or we're fucked. Um, our leadership is not really doing well right now. And so they were under a fucking close eye. And so if this would have been historically accurate, instead of monazis, you know like right. just you know doing that whole trope it would have been like oh okay fine fuck it we're good yeah,
2: that's that's what i would have expected in real life um you know and well then also even after that like okay the the what's his name thomas Kretschmann character you know the german ca- oh sorry brian did i interrupt you
0: no 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 after your okay,
2: thought. okay um i wasn't looking um you know, the Thomas Kretschmann character, the the German captain of the boat, like what is his plan? Like he's trying to, he's a prisoner, but he's like trying to sit like, okay. He's trying to like take back his boat to do what his whole crew is dead. You know, like, but that's the
3: thing is like, he's at this point, he would be like, I've seen enough. I'm fucking good with this.
0: Yeah. He's just most likely. Is he just delusional? I mean, Go Go ahead, Brian. Brian. In my experience, uh, Kriegsmarine guys had incredible backbones. Yes, they surrendered, but they weren't... This this is the middle of the good years. It's not until mid-42 until you really have guys start to question. And even with some U-boats, there was a U-boat off the coast of New Hampshire in 1945 on May 12th, and they told them the war is over, do you want to surrender? And they said, no, we'll fight. And they fought a destroyer until they were depth-charged to death. So there were okay. a lot of instances where, you know... Well, they got if you brought them up to the surface, they're not going to fight to the death. They they're not stupid, and they did have some political things. But I've never heard of that. It really wasn't until forty two when they closed the gap in the Atlantic and radar comes out and things like that, where the U boat guys are like, "This is unwinnable. We're all going to lose the war." But they always did have that conviction. But I will agree with you that they. Navies are funny because they're they one of the most strategic arms. They are always there, regardless of governments, regardless of politics, whatever, you know. Like Karis, Admiral Karis, he hated Hitler, but he was so high up in the Navy at the time that, you know, he had to work with them, but he did everything he could to stab him in the back. You know Yeah. Navies- I'm not
3: I'm not saying I'm not saying that the, the KM was just like giving up willingly. No, they still there's a difference between having a backbone and also realizing, okay, we're fighting an unwinnable battle. At a certain yeah. point, you go okay, fuck this. At a certain point, you're like, we're in a situation right now where, again, like you just said, we can either fight to the death for no reason and accomplish absolutely nothing or we can just do the smart thing because sailors are really good at giving quarter um, for the most part. Like Historically, it's just kind of a maritime thing that you do. is like, we give quarter and like, okay, we got your ship. We're going to get you guys off of it and all your shit and then we're going to just blow the boat up and it's done. That's historically been that way. Again, I'm, I'm talking generally. I'm not talking instances. I'm not talking small little things that happen. I'm talking in general. That's what it seems to be. And it seems like... Because this 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 film takes place in what? Um, something in
1: 1942? I think. Yeah, it it's was 42. I just kept 42. can't remember really. Yep.
3: Yeah. So by that point, a lot of the cam, especially the U-boat commanders, who had been fucked up by the British fleet and everything... Um, in the in the Atlantic, they 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 because they, they started countering them and they were like, okay, well we don't have any supplies, blah blah blah. They started to go, okay, what the fuck? What is the point of this? Like we keep sinking the ships, they keep coming back. There's more of them. We'll keep doing it. Of course, we're not just gonna be fucking saying, oh, we're throwing the towel. But if they're in a fight that it's, it's unwinnable, they're gonna be more apt to go. All right, we're done. Like it, it's fucking. This is pointless. I don't want all my guys to die. Our ship is fucked. We haven't had service in a year. You know, like it's, you know, that kind of thing.
0: You're right, but you're wrong in the dating because the first two years are great. In the fall of 41, they had a dip and then the war in America starts and they go to the west coast of the state or east coast of the States and it's the fucking killing grounds again for another year. And then by the end of 42 is when it really starts to drop off. And in early 43, they make a search radar unit that can fit inside of the front of a boat, of a British bomber. So now, as the U-boats are leaving the Bay of Escal in the west coast of France, they're being attacked and sunk at night. The hardest thing to see at night until radar came out was a, the cowl of a U-boat. It was incredibly hard to see. And all of a sudden, a plane yeah. would fly right over it, 50 feet in front of it, turn on a, a fucking searchlight, drop a depth charge, and fly away. It was impossible. It was, now you couldn't leave port not submerged and that was the big turn of the war but it really was a lag in 41 and then ah america and then a real lag in 42 43 and then we got hedgehogs so that mentality totally happened but it wouldn't be for another year or so Well, think
2: though of like the scenario this fucking scenario like what i was saying i mean they're boarding this fucking thing they're dropping grenades into it you know and stuff like that i mean these guys uh, the the rest of them do give up when they're back there, but like some guys are still like in nooks and crannies with their guns. It's like, what are you doing? You know, there
0: there was I'm not. There were a few cases during the war where they actually did do this type of thing where they not, they got onto a U boat and there were the two British ones they they mentioned where they did capture parts of Enigmas because that was the the real travesty you know of this film. They don't talk about the British side of it because the Brits actually did do shit like this they a year brought, before this. Yeah, and literally a year before this. And the American one, though, is happened on June 4th, 1944, was the U-505, where that was brought to the surface off the west coast of Africa. And the Germans uh, were going to scuttle it. And the way you can scuttle a U-boat is you have a charge, or you can take, there's two, like, main ballast pumps. And in the middle of the conning room, there's a big, uh, like, lug. And you undo these four bolts, you take it out, all the water comes in, and you throw it away. Long story short, when the this U-boat got up to the surface and half the guys got out of it, and this this destroyer was like fucking pummeling it with AA fire, so the Germans stopped coming out of it and it wasn't sinking. So they decided to send a party over to see what's happening. So long story short, they didn't have any shooting. These Americans they got on the U boat and they were like, "What the fuck?" And it was rusty as fuck. And you look at all the photos; it's so it, like you said, Mike. This had not been in, in you know service for over a year. And, you know this was a real late part of the war where things were bad, but. Anyway, they go into the boat. They find a bunch of like dead Germans and scared Germans. And the first guy in it got like water up to his ankles. He's like, oh, look, a huh. fucking plug. And what you're supposed to do in the manual is you unplug it. You go up top and you throw it in the ocean. So you can never save the boat. But the sailor that saw the plug and said, oh, and he put it back. And that's where they were able to save the U-boat. Because no. the the, the Kriegsmarine guy that was scuttling it didn't do the He didn't throw it away. He just took it off and set it next to it. So that's how they were able to save the boat. And there was no shooting. There was no nothing. I mean, it was like, it was a fucking ship that was destroyed from depth charging that was half sinking and full of smoke and on fire. You know, there's none of this bolt, like he blew it up to the surface. So I'm not sure what happened with the British accounts. I'm pretty sure they're similar to that, but there's none of this, you know, grenading and delicate machinery.
2: That would have been way more exciting than, uh, you know, going on board with Thompsons and uh, unloading them into corridors and Risings. Yeah
0: yeah that's what someone had a rising
1: right,
2: you know? yeah one of them had a yep. rising
0: that was cool. The
2: rest had, uh, had
1: 1928s well I'm sure we're going to talk about but I obviously with IMFdB but I was shocked to see folding Thompson stocks yeah. no that's a
0: rising. No, no, the, no, the, no, no, no. They the, were on the no. Thompsons. The Thompsons have, they were like, full, have like. They were yeah. folding
1: stock Thompsons it's, on it's there. It's like an M1A1 carbine. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a. It's a it, they're, all, they're all 28s because they all have the. Uh, 20 Muslim, 21 one eight ones. 21A1s, but they have folding stocks. And then I looked at it up and I'm like. Is this just a movie thing? Yeah, I've never seen that anywhere else. They're never folded out, they're folded in, and they're always on the side of, of their shooting on. But you can see the butt plate up against their chest. It is literally like
2: I think an M1A1 carbine uh, stock. Yeah.
1: I, I didn't notice yeah. that. Interesting. Uh, yeah, just I I, I, I want to look. Apparently, it's a rare f- model of the Thompson, but I don't know. I, well, I mean, that's I can't confirm if where they just I didn't I, have
2: stocks on them, that would be believable, you know, right? Yeah, right.
1: Which I believe the Navy did do that. Mm. The Navy did take stocks off of them and they just used them like oh, that.
0: Yeah, the U.S. Navy yeah. had mostly 28s. Um, yeah. And just while we're on it and also talking about chivalry because that's a that's a very big thing, you know. Yep. I got so fucking mad when they machine gunned those prisoners. Yeah, those, you, uh, yeah, those, those guys in the life raft.
1: You gotta have, you gotta have that evil Nazi thing. Yep. The Fuhrer says no prisoners. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've heard so many stories from guys that were on sunken ships. They got in the lifeboats. And that were on a lifeboat, and a U boat came next to them, and they threw fucking loaves of bread into the boat and said, Good luck. Like, it was a very yep. chivalrous war. It wasn't, we want to take, we want to get rid of the cargo, we don't want to get rid of you. You know, like, er- early part of the war, they would stop yachts and shit and be like, Get off, get in your life raft, we're going to sink the boat, we're not going to kill exactly. you. Exactly. Like, there's a yep. difference here. So, uh, things like this, ha- there's always the exception, don't get me wrong. But it's like, you, you read most survivors' accounts. The German crews knew how hard it was going to be for these guys. Oh, yeah. And why would you waste the ammunition anyway? See,
2: how the thing is, that's, what's interesting, too, is that, in my opinion, like, okay, you present both ideas, you know, one, they do the typical Nazi thing, and they gun all of them down. Or two, we have them approach them, and they actually throw them loaves of bread and say, hey, maybe you could find... A, you know, maybe you can find it back to your, you know, t- to another one of your ships or something if you go that direction or something. In my opinion, option number two is far more interesting. Just, yes. yeah, you know, and it's like if you're going to choose either one, it's like number two all the way. I mean, that that's something that's what it's interesting. Not a lot of people think about it. I mean, it's just cliche to do option number one, the one that they went. You with.
1: have. An ability to show humanity and/or growth of a character,
3: and usually sailors show the most because, pun intended and not intended, they're all in the same boat. Like yeah. they literally, Correct. like they, they can know easily
1: be on. They could easily be opposite. That can easily
3: role. be them. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yep. And so, um, that's the thing with sailors. Is that it's it's kind of like with airmen too. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it, when when you have the balls to go out and do that, like. Yes, being on the ground, fighting as infantry or, you know, combat arms like against each other, that takes balls as well. But it's a different kind of um I think we talked about this Aurora One stuff because that's when it started really being apparent. Right. And the Navy stuff has been around a lot longer, but like Air Force stuff, Navy stuff, you're like, okay, you're taking a massive risk already just going on this man-made piece of shit that you don't know if it's gonna fucking crash or blow up or sink or you know, whatever the case may be. We respect each other, and all right, fair fight, good fight, fuck off, right? You know, but it's not like I'm just gonna machine gun a whole fucking boat of survivors from a fucking boat we just sunk. That 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 shit. When we get on Dust, boot, I have a comment about that too, because that's one of the things that I didn't like about that movie. One of the two things. That's it though. But um, it's there. There was a sense of camaraderie and like. Yes. You know, okay. We'll treat you with the best that we can. If we have an extra couple loaves of moldy bread, that's all we've got to offer But we're still going to offer it to you. Best of luck. You know, we, we can't, we can't bring you on board. It's not like a, well, we can't bring them on board. So let's just fucking gun them all down.
1: (laughs) Yeah. What's the point of that? What the fuck is the yeah, it's the stupid. ocean will kill them for you. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And you don't have and to I, waste they, ammo, like Brian they, said. They, and and they said and they said like, oh, they'll once they the another ship will pick them up and they'll tell us where we are. It's like what, a month from now? I,
4: well
2: <laughs>
1: uh, we know where you are. Yeah.
3: Get yeah.
2: Shit. Um what I was gonna say is like it's funny, it's not even like trying to show anyone as necessarily good or something it's just something that they did you know that, that 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 they would do in those situations right and it's like it's not we're not trying to show you know good or bad here it's like we're just trying to show what it was and um that's what i would have wanted anyway.
3: no, miss miss the mark completely
2: yeah it's written by a bunch of fucking idiots
3: <laughs> <laughs> most war films are
2: yeah it's just it, it's like you, you go for the most obvious thing we're like really i mean ugh,
3: it's just, nazis bad right no, they're German sailors. Right, That's it. <laughs> well, They're, they're not
0: going to be that fucking contemptuous. Right,
2: exactly. Go ahead, Brian.
0: One one thing came up on the behind the scenes from the uh, prop master where she was like, we tried to do a very good job at authentically getting uniforms correctly. They had like a moon board of all like the German soldier, like you know, Kriegsmarine guys and stuff. And she, she was like, oh, we had so much fun she, picking out the naval uniforms for all the characters, which I thought was cool. And she says at one point, the director was like, these guys don't look like Germans. They don't look like Germans enough. And the prop master yeah. goes, she thought, or she goes, he thought they should look like SS and he had no idea that this is actually what German sailors looked like. Yeah, what the which hell, dude? Intri- well, which props to her because she's like, we did the research. This is what they look like. This is that. And then while he's like,
4: they don't look like
0: Germans. Well, it's it's like, like, you know. He wants, a, he wants the stereotypical propaganda
2: image of the Ubermensch. Well,
0: he just wanted to make... <laughs> What the guns idiot. of Navarone, right? Today, which I, which yeah. I would also love to make the guns of Navarone today, but I'm not going to make it like that. Like you know, again, like there was so much money and good things that went. They built the fucking real U-boat, like you know. So what happened with
3: the fucking U.S. guys? So okay, I want to talk about that because those uniforms that they were wearing, the German ones that the U.S. guys are wearing, mm-hmm. were all over the place and they fucking sucked. They weren't. They weren't at all.
1: I, I, at the, I will that defense, was a smattering. I, I, I will defend this, though. If U.S. are wearing a smattering and not organized and all over the place, wouldn't that be more realistic? Because if they're captured uniforms with different stairs. Oh, no,
3: no. I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about capture uniforms. Even Okay, so here's what I wanted to ask you guys.
1: Because to me, I feel like if an enemy is wearing my clothing, it's not going to be 100% correct.
3: No no, 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 no. I'm not talking about
1: being. Okay, did, did I misinterpret what you said?
3: I'm talking about, I'm talking about Eagles being on the wrong fucking side of the fucking uniform.
2: I noticed that immediately
3: <laughs> wearing undershirts with the Eagles on the wrong side of the uniform. Uh, a, you wouldn't have a fucking Eagle on your undershirt B. Um, they weren't camp. They were all like Africa Corps uniforms and okay. So one, one, one frame of reference could have been that they didn't have enough captured German uniforms which is bullshit because the Brits had plenty of them Two, the props department just fucked up or they were rushed on this particular part of the movie. Cause the, the actual Germans, like the German sailors looked fine. They looked good. Okay. I'm talking about the, the uniforms at the American, you know, espionage team, which we'll get into that too. Um,
1: I really liked the rain gear though. I will say that. No, the
3: rain gear was good, but like, I'm yeah. talking about the actual, Sorry, I'm
1: distracting you. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, no, no. So, I just wonder what in the fuck happened there because there were so many things that were so wrong that's like if 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 you were to approach a German U-boat and they actually would have not had to start to shoot out right away and they would have seen that they would have been like what the fuck is going on here like that's not and also the uniforms themselves they have brass buttons I'm like no 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 that's not how it works it's it, they're like US brass buttons it looked like I don't Some know of the country were from. Were
0: uniforms that have brass buttons though.
3: They're dress uniforms, not their combat uniforms. Like the they're so the, the blacks had brass buttons sometimes, but the ones they were wearing were DAC uniforms or Africa Corps, like tropical uniforms, right? I, I don't know what the fuck they might have just run out of time and had to like rush this part of it. And I mean they covered it up with like leathers and stuff like that, like the the, the coats and everything. But I'm like, what happened here? In that instance, if you look at it, they strip most of them. Do- they strip most of them off. Like once they got on the boat and everything that happened and all that shit. But like for that few, the, the few scenes and everything, it was just like that's so fucking bass backwards and wrong. It would. It doesn't look like a German uniform. Well, it looks like a German uniform yes to the untrained
0: eye, but it's really not. I, and I so, think it's what Nate said because all the uniforms came from the same place. So if they'd used the German stuff for the Americans, they would look good. So they obviously didn't do that. So it's got to be for a look. I, I like think they're I th- trying to make them yeah. make look that, that's like what, what German I soldiers happened. might have looked like. You With know, the just brass building.
3: shiny buttons and, you yeah, know, whatever, All and... fucked
0: upness. Because to me, when I saw the Americans, I was like, oh, it looks like you guys are from fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's a right, bunch it's, of random yeah, shit to tropical together. uniforms. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they... they um, it just, it, th- those,
3: as far as uniforms are concerned, that was the only time in the film that I was like, that is complete and utter bullshit. And what the fuck happened? Because you you were doing so well so far with the whites and the fucking German uniforms and everything like that. And so it must've been something that like, I don't know what the hell happened, but it'd be cool to talk
0: to the um, the prop master, the costume designer. She looked like she was a thousand years old 20 years ago. So I think <laughs> she's gone. That's why I said it'd be cool, but I didn't yeah. say it was possible.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um that, that that was that was that was the only really big complaint I had. And also, okay, once the shit hits the fan, why is Matthew McConaughey wearing a fucking visor cap <laughs> in just, the sub? Because
2: <laughs> he has to be the
3: jig cool. is up, man. It's it's get rid of it. It's oh, cool. It has to it has to repre- I know it's cool. It has to represent I love that visor.
2: he's the captain now, you know, that he's in charge. Look,
1: look at look me, me. Yeah. Damn it Mike <laughs> I did the same time we, pro- we probably just did the same time to- I can't tell you how many times last week By the way Mike and Brian You guys said something exactly at the same time I did not tweak it at all You guys both corrected Sean Word for words <laughs> like, At the same time It was Hillary Clinton that took an RPG You guys both said that at the exact same time Brian It was pretty yep. impressive Yeah <laughs> yeah that's I, awesome but sean yeah. and i well, said like snarp like i've same known type.
0: sean for most of my life so i have to put him in his fucking place when he's wrong goddamn. You know? <laughs> and vice versa vice versa and, and by proxy yes birch has to do it as well but fucking, <laughs> i gotta keep that fucker in line you toe-headed fuck so. <laughs> yeah you you've yes. never heard that like you guys have no, never I've heard, heard, that. That I've heard that i've heard that no, no but it's a no. it's a good one it's I, a good i know one. the man so, yeah, yeah, but well, like it's funny when heard, I told him that. You never we, heard we, the we keep, toe-headed keep, fuck thing. When I mentioned that to him, because we were out like doing stuff, and he was like, "What?" And it, like, it's like, "Wait, what?" He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, what? <laughs> "And now we just call him that on our yeah. gaming session." Well, like Sean's very
3: blonde, and that's the thing. Is like he's a toe-headed fuck. He's a Q-tip. <laughs> but um so,
1: do you want to jump into uh sticker trivia for this week? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, we can continue another subject.
0: Speaking of Sean's blonde hair, so Uh, (laughs) the Battle of the Atlantic was fought. It was actually the longest battle of the Second World War from September 1st, 1939 until just after VE Day in May of 1945. Even then, there were some German submarines that didn't get to where they were going until months later. So it was the longest battle of the war. So this week's question is, how many U-boats did the Germans actually lose over that six-year period? In the Atlantic and around the world trying to destroy allied shipping. The first person that sends the correct number to our Instagram or Facebook pages will get this week's sticker. So yeah, it's a fucking lot. <laughs> that's why it's fascinating. It's it really is, you know, just the, the complexities of these battles and how they were just fought over crazy distances and like you're, you're taking photos in New York City through U-boat lenses. You know? yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I was just reading a Marine memoir where they were talking about uh, training um, in North Carolina in 41 and 42 before they went to Guadalcanal, talking about how they were really worried about the German U-boat sinking all the ships off the coast. And that whenever they did amphibious training, they were worried about getting sunk by a fucking U-boat. These guys went to Guadalcanal. <laughs> like, yeah, this is Christmas yeah, of 41. They hadn't been there. They hadn't no, been no, there I know, yet. but but uh, this is how early in the war this is. And this is this yeah. is, this is is off the coast of America. Like, again, people don't, Really realize like how much of a threat early, like you know, yeah, right at a week after Pearl, ships start sinking off of North. Well,
3: unfortunately, this was not a new thing for the government, the people that were in the government and the military that were higher ups, because they did the same shit in the first world war. They did the absolute same shit in the first world war with U-boats and sinking ships right off the coast, and they sunk troop ships, they sunk supply ships. You know, and everything like that. But it was propagandized to be like, oh, these guys are after Coast. We got to go fight them. And the Germans had said, yeah, we know you're sending supplies to the French and the British. Um, If we catch any ship that's in violation of that, we're done. And the US was like, okay, (laughs) fine. And
1: there's, yeah, well, there's there's a lot of troop, like, like a lot of stuff for like 29ers, like they were shipping off to England for training in 43 uh late 42 early 43 and those guys were so paranoid about u boats well they should have been yeah and, and and i believe there was a bunch of troop ships around that time period that sunk and got yep. really fucked up uh the queen i think one of the sisters of the titanic got the troop ship got nailed by u boat around that time over because there's a lot of memoirs of 29er guys talking about it uh, there was also, speaking on North Carolina because I grew up in that area the Outer Banks have a lot of old remnants of, of U-boat towers and, and watchtowers yeah. Delaware's got a ton uh, Eastern Shore of Maryland's got a ton because of the Chesapeake Bay being a huge port part of the, you know, for Baltimore and, and leading up to the north and it's just very interesting to see the remnants of all that stuff still very much around
0: we, at our museum, um, we met a veteran once, and it was a fascinating story. He was uh, on a ship that was sunk by a U-boat in November of 1944 on the way to Europe. And his whole regiment, I think they had 80% casualties. They all, like, these guys all died. And they got ashore. They were sworn to secrecy. They couldn't tell anybody about this horrible sinking. And they were sent to Garrison Lorraine for the rest of the war. One of the German uh, Atlantic coast towns, like, there was a the fortresses. And they literally, he, his his unit just sat outside the rain for the rest of the war so that they wouldn't tell this horrible story about how his whole fucking unit was killed by German ships, like, right in the, the verge of Battle of the Bulge. But it was a very big problem until the end. You know, it's just a fucking shit ton of boats out there.
1: Speaking of, um, I don't know much about German naval stuff, meaning, like, just, like, ships and stuff. Like, I know a bit from my own grandfather being on a destroyer in the Pacific, but I don't know much about German side of naval stuff. Did that destroyer look okay to anyone who's no, no it idea. didn't look it was good too to small. Wrong. It looked completely wrong. It had to a me Z that was right. Right. Well, like, well, <laughs> right, like, like a lot of, a lot of, like, I assumed it would be wrong because no German warships have ever, I don't think survived, uh, throughout the years. And, and the interesting bit about it, it's like they, and, did the uniforms of them look okay, Day 1? said? They looked pretty good to me. Yes. Yeah. I like how the helmet decals were the yellow.
2: Yeah. And they're wearing
3: helmets.
1: Yeah. And they're wearing helmets. Yeah. yeah. And not just the fucking Pilbara Doughboy hat, you know? <laughs> Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: it, it, it would have been very rare to find a German destroyer out in the Atlantic in this yes, state. That's what I was thinking that Especially too. on its own.
1: On its they, own, yeah. There, there was the, this that was place the last thing, yeah.
0: called Norway where yeah, basically yeah, the Kriegsmarine yeah. went to live in 1940. The surface fleet of the Kriegsmarine and never... They lost 80% of their destroyers. Fucking, they, they basically screwed the pooch. And there was... A, One or two naval battles, like service fleet battles, Um, you know, the Battle of uh, Lake, not Lake, the Battle of the River Plate and everything, Battle of Falklands Islands, you know, early part of the war. But besides that, you know, German Mediterranean, there was a
3: lot there. That's where they lost most of their big ones.
0: Yeah. For like um, for the convoy actions to North Africa and everything. But like the the German post April of 1940, the Kriegsmarine Marine is basically neutered besides their U-boat wing. And they're like they have a very big arm uh, flight wing where they do like FW two hundred Condors and they're flying like anti convoy operations with these crazy four engine planes. But yeah, was that a
1: Messerschmitt like flying scout? At, what Me was that? Me two hundred.
0: Okay. Yep. And then they were going to make the Me four hundred, which was the America bomber, which could have okay. reached New York. Um, that, that's crazy. Like they, they were called FW two hundred, or that's right. The M, Me was was different. That was the big uh, cargo plane. The FW two hundred was the one that went and attack stuff. They were called Condors. And, like, literally, you'd have a fucking, like, giant, you know, 12. Like, a the the, the German B-17 come attack your ship and sink you. Right. Like that, Hence that the was name a thing. Condor. Yeah. Fucking be yep. huge. <laughs> and, and they would fly, like, one or two, and they could literally, like, make it a third of the way across the Atlantic. And it was a very big problem. So, really quick,
3: let's talk about the whole fucking setup of the whole operation. Because... That, that, to me, is something that's unforgivably historically inaccurate as fuck on so many levels, militarily specifically. So you, apparently, that, that guy that was like a Marine fucking something or, and then the guy that's in the intelligence, you just randomly select a group of submariners and you go, we can't tell you what you're doing, but you're on orders now. They have to be trained in, and I know they said this, but like, just let me do my little rant here. They have to, A, acquire German uniforms, B, they only have two guys who speak German for the whole fucking operation.
1: Sie Deutsch.
3: Yeah. And they don't speak it well. The the, uh, the younger guy did, but like the older guy, not really. Um... They are just given weapons, and yes, the Navy would have been familiar with the 1928 A1, the 45, you know, whatever you want to say. They have grenades, they have a bunch of explosives, and all that shit. It's just thrown on these guys, and like, we'll train you out at sea. No, no, no penis. That's not how it fucking works. Like, we're not going to train you on a fucking U boat to do clandestine ops and then just go and try to pull off this. Apparently super important mission that's already been done by the Brits a year before. Um, So we're going to have this Marine guy and this intelligence guy with you. They're not going to tell you shit until you're out to sea for a day or two. And then all of a sudden you just become experts at fucking mount. You you become experts at like fucking clearing rooms, clearing a, a fucking ship with small arms. That's not what the Navy does. That's not what they're fucking trained to do. The Marines weren't even trained to do that at that point. Like, what the fuck? The logistics of that are so incredibly fucking retarded and convoluted, and strictly made for Hollywood.
1: Yeah, like, it's, they just—they just have to—they just—they
2: just need something to get the characters on the boat. You know, that's—it's like we don't give a shit what it is. We just—we want—we want some kind of plot device that gets this thing going. You know.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was just so stupid and like the the actual tactics of it like again we only have two guys that speak German, um, what what are you doing here, mm-hmm. like if it's this top secret thing, you're putting just a random a random fucking uh, submariner crew together, and throwing them into this and then you're gonna brief them ex post facto when it's too late it's like well how do you use a fucking Thompson with a folding M1 A1 stock, mm-hmm. okay well you do this oh. All right, well, here's how you clear a fucking ship. I mean, good God. Yes, I guess, I guess it could have been done, but they did it with, like, when they actually did clear the boat, like, it was, like, more Hollywood than realistic.
2: Yeah, don't worry. I'll teach them an hour before we do that. That's this, what I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Like That that kind of training and that kind of, like, shit takes months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It takes months to learn how to do that effectively without getting yourself killed or, and everyone else
2: yeah and you might get killed anyway, <laughs> right so,
3: so um, just it was just that that part just pissed me off to no no degree. It's like really, and yeah I, I don't know I just got very frustrated by that whole shit, but it's a trope in Hollywood, like people think that you can just learn this shit in a day or two. it's like nah. <laughs> know
1: it's just killing mike i don't know what. it's your, just killing yeah i don't know i don't know what your big deal is what you think you have to learn jesus
3: really quick though the transition to something a little bit better is i did like the fact that because only two of those schmucks spoke german when they get on the boat they don't know what the fuck all the switches and all the levers and the gauges and everything say like what does this say but again right. if you're planning an operation like this have more people who can speak or at least read German. <laughs> what are you doing? You fucked hard anal flaps like what? what? I mean, how fucking <laughs> stupid can you be? Yo, it's yeah, just
1: yo. Anuses have flaps.
0: I don't think you're en- you plan for your enemy to have a problem where you can seize the day with it. Nobody plans for a U boat to be in the middle of the ocean for your grabbing. So still, I mean, no, I get it. But it, it's the whole thing was thrown together. 'Cause they wanted to they, re- executed... they wanted to get there before. I mean, so was this boat. movie, but <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, no, completely. But that <laughs> no, was like, that
1: But
3: seriously, you Brian, know. like the way they executed that, it like went off without a hitch. They lost like one or two guys in the initial clearing of the boat. I mean Spears
1: didn't stay in the trench, so yeah. <laughs> yeah right?
3: They would have taken probably 100 percent casualties because with, with like a day of training or two days of training,
0: naval ships did have boarding. Par- I'm not defending the movie. I'm just saying that you know these everyone generally did expect to go on another ship at some point. So because those guys that went on that U-boat in 44, they weren't, you know, they had never been a U-boat before, but they were a boarding party with guns. So just go figure. This what's isn't going a boarding on.
2: party, right? These are just some sailors, right? Well, what <laughs> no, is a boarding okay. party though? I don't know what we'll it is. That's what I'm saying.
0: It's like, a boarding party okay. with an officer to fucking take a ship. <laughs> but it's also they've been okay. trained how to board a ship. These guys right. apparently, it didn't seem like they were. Well, I think everybody, uh, every ship in the Navy, as far as I know, has a, a dedicated group of people that are, know how to secure something, or at least not their right. own ship. I know what you mean. They haven't. Yes, they have Marines. But, you know, boarding and seizing ships is, an, is something the Navy, you know, knows how to do on their own. So... Yeah,
3: perhaps. And I just seemed like it was, again, thrown together, just like Nate said the whole film was.
2: Well, um, I, I love, and this is kind of off topic, but I love in a World War II movie when a character refers to World War One as World War One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's always hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was written by a child. I mean, come on, it's dude. The they great, wouldn't recall the great it World War, War Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, and then... Uh, for some reason, I, I, I always thought the black guy was Martin Lawrence. I always thought uh, that was, but apparently it wasn't. it no, was. Else. Looking like Martin Lawrence has nothing to do with race, dude. I mean, if you're going to look like Martin Lawrence, <laughs> you're going to be black. You know, that's one of the things. Okay. God, you I'm can't argue with
3: that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I thought he was Martin Lawrence, but no, apparently he
0: isn't. <laughs> 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 well, now we know. Uh, Good luck with different.
3: that fucker. Uh, that's not
0: Martin Lawrence. Joel? There don't go. Oklahoma
1: this shit,
3: guy. No, we're not. He's just gonna have to okay. unfuck it. I'm
1: just gonna Have to not make it sound so bad. <laughs> I mean, looks like Martin Lawrence. Michael's, Michael's, Michael's like, sitting
0: behind his TV, and the four black people walk into the room, and he goes, "So you guys are look like Martin Lawrence, but that's not that, the real Martin Lawrence. That that's guy, the real Martin Lawrence.
1: That that guy, is, that guy's in a lot of stuff, even right now. He's like, he's uh, he's in, he's, he's in a TV show releasing like right now. Like he's still a mainstream actor. I don't remember his name, but.
3: I, I yeah. will say this about that though, is um a lot of people might be like, well, oh, black people couldn't be in the military. Yes, they could. They could only have certain right. ratings in the Navy. And Steve he was doors. a cook. Yep, he was a cook. Yep. And it hey man, if your ship is fucked, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna just and you survive. You're another
1: person to help. Yep. It's the same. Exactly. Matter. yep.
0: same role as uh Cooper Gooding had in Pearl Harbor. He was a stevedore. Um I think his last name was Miller. My father actually met a stevedore who was uh, at Pearl Harbor. He was an African-American guy on one of the ships. And he was like, yep, we got attacked. They, they do come up a lot in history. And even there's a very, um, not famous, but there's a story on the USS Tang, which was an American submarine that was sunk by its own torpedo, unfortunately. And these guys escaped from it. Um, and like you know, they, they had to use the mumps and lungs. It's a very long story. But one of those guys was a stevedore who like, made it most of the way. And unfortunately, he ascended too fast. And had Hypoxia. Oh, had the bends. Yeah. And oh. these guys, they were like, we made it to the surface. And then he came up and it was flailing and couldn't save him. But dead. Yeah. You, you know, Steve Adores, they come up a lot, even in um, Greyhound, you know, that you have a yep. Steve Adore with Tom Hanks and everything. And I'm, it was a very, very common thing back then. And it's just nice to see.
3: But it's like, you know, uh, mm. but I'm glad he survived. And like, yeah, again, like he's a cook, but then now you're just another guy that needs to help us fucking survive. The Germans would be like, "Oh yeah, the Kinder, yeah, <laughs>
0: Chocolatenkinder. That's what my grandmother—that's <laughs> what my grandmother uh, said they used to call African American. She has this actually amazing story where um, she had she was stuck in the uh, Soviet zone occupation for a year, and when they finally got all the paperwork ready to go, they just left, and so they went across the border, and they were walking down this road, and there was this truck driving down the road. And they're like, oh, you know, we don't know exactly where they were and stuff. And it was a truck full of African American soldiers, and they gave him a ride to the next town. So that was my grandmother's first like memory of freedom from the Russians. Was you know, a fucking deuce and half full of black guys. So, they had a lot yeah, of no, shit. it was it was cool because it at this point like in 2000,
3: it's not like <coughs> fucking vape. Um, it's not like overdone, but there was some tropes, and I'm like, come on, you could just just fucking had him be one of the sailors, you know. But, um, just like, there's so many tropes, not just with him, but like everything else, like the fuck, Oh, them Nazis, they got a machine gun. Well, no shit fucker.
1: At least the cichlite rate on that 34 is correct.
3: Yes, it was. Yeah. But also they're not going to have a 34 on there when they're fucking submerging.
0: They weren't submerging. They were.
3: Yeah. But how, how, yeah, but they had it on there when they were doing the initial scene. They had just, they had just surfaced, right? It's like. How quickly can you
0: get that fucking mount onto that bar? They so I actually know about this in the actually top of the conning tower is where all the guns are actually. So I know. Yeah, that I'm aware,
3: of, but like, how how the fuck do you seal it up because saltwater corrodes shit, Brian? Did you
0: know that? There's a hatch. Yeah, I mean in the in the red room, the first room, and <laughs> the the attack periscope room is where all the weapons are kept. Yeah, but how did they so get they the bring it up out there? there and,
2: and put it How did they yeah, get it it up there
0: it's... like instantly? Because it's like three feet. Well, uh, on this note, should
2: we go into IMFDB with this about machine guns? The mount was
0: wrong, though. The fucking I don't know the angle and stuff, but no. There's because I remember my buddy he he helped film the video for the U505, uh, like you know entrance thing. I think I told that story here once. And they like stocked the whole ship with like fucking uh, bananas and like everything that should be there. And as he was going through the conning tower, he found all the weapons that they're kept. And they're literally like I know they had a lot of guns. They're right below that fucking deck where all the a things ever they're they're right there it just seemed like it was there the whole fucking time and i get you but the weapons are literally like as you go into the u-boat you pass all the armory all the stuff
2: what you're saying is it seemed like it was just like like permanently mounted yeah exactly
3: and it's it's like you're not gonna mount the the fucking saltwater is terrible
2: yeah that's why you get the plugs
3: for the barrel on the deck right on the the big guns yeah on the deck guns yeah and even then they get rusty as fuck. Oh, fuck yeah. I liked,
2: uh, speaking of the guns, I liked the, uh, fucking, the Orlicons shooting and they're not even cycling as they're shooting.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: you know, you just see a little, like,
0: what is this? The covenant?
2: coming out? Well, yeah, but like when you see oh. an Orlikon <laughs> shoot, it's like. Yeah. They're
0: you know? barrel well, reciprocating.
3: The,
2: it's yeah. they're
0: pneumatic right. too. That that's that yeah. literally they operate off air power. So it is time for IMFDB.
3: All right, let's do it. Oh, by the way, Brian, was I not correct when I said John Bon Jovi was in this? You were, yes, you were
0: right. And what <laughs> I was, was wrong about the
3: character. But I yes.
0: found another tidbit saying that he was claustrophobic as fuck and they had to stop shooting a lot to allow him time. Dude, I've be been on with a sub, I've, with not a, not a U boat, but I've been on a sub.
3: Yeah, uh, those, those, those racks that they had in there that they were showing, way too fucking big. Yeah, because a rack on a submarine is like you've got about a foot. I, I would not do well on a submarine. We'll just. put It's Patton about here. a third too big. The whole set. Of the yeah,
1: I, I was gonna yep. say Thirds like a it's, it's a cool set, but it's it's so big because they have to have it so that the cameras and the shit yes. can fit in there. It's like, uh, although I will say Michael will probably yell at me. Fury does a good job of, of of working that open top tank look to fit the cameras in and do all that stuff versus something like this where it's built like a third too big
0: even then though with the easy eight that they have the interior which is a good job it's still about 10 percent too big and the easy eights are huge inside it's like you fucking you can do this on the inside of an easy eight you could do this on the inside of a Sherman M4, so like <laughs> you have a ton of room, but there's not. It, it's still not that big. Yeah, yeah like, I,
2: you know. I I knew John Bon Jovi was in it. I couldn't tell you which one he was though, because there's like a whole bunch of characters. He was so the I other. Uh, he was who
3: the who other lieutenant.
2: Okay, there's a whole bunch of characters. I can't even tell who the hell they are. They all yeah. kind of
3: look this same. He He's like very died. clean cut. Didn't he like um,
1: die pretty fast within the first no. ambush?
3: No, he no. was there. I'm pretty sure, right?
1: He, he I think he died when the uh, thing blew yeah, up. Yeah, we watched this. I think it the ship, the, think the, ship when the ship blew up. He died because I didn't see him after that. Which I have to say, you just fire a torpedo at a random ship, not knowing it's... Random depth,
3: random yeah, whatever, ra- random whatever, and yeah. it,
1: and and, it, and it's your your buddy is being assisted by it. How do you know it's not a friendly? You just blow it up and go, "Oops!" Like, I'm uh, just saying.
0: Well, like, while we're on that though, sub, uh, submarines being sunk by torpedoes by other subs is a thing, and it happened a lot yes, in yes. the war. No, I, yeah. I knew, I knew it was incredibly hard, but it did I, right. happen a lot. But I,
1: but I think what, what I'm what I'm bitching about is just the fire without any anything, just just straight up broadside.
0: What I would bitch about more is the fact that where are your fucking lookouts, dude? Good job, fucking Captain Paxton. Fucking, you know that there's two sides of a ship? Like, fucking don't, don't look at the one you're taking. Fucking, like, wait. You know, a, a torpedo wake doesn't show up out of nowhere. Like, what the I fuck? I don't even know what to think of Bill
2: Paxton in this movie, because all he did seem to do was just be like, you're not good enough, Matthew McConaughey. The whole movie. I'm just like... Just put him in his
0: place. Yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck is He's this He's just a really one? mean stepdad the whole time. No, yeah. no, no. No, <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, this good guy, luck, but him. no. Right, leave me.
1: So let's let's do this.
0: Oh, what two world Ra- Browns
1: Browning High Power, correct?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah that's no, a. Ratum, a v- actually, yeah, it's a V's
3: thirty-five.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a Radem. You uh, can tell from the checkered grips. Nineteen eleven A one for audio guys. <laughs>
0: pew pew. He's so uh, young in this movie. Yep.
1: McConaughey. Yeah. I mean, he'd still been around for a while. He'd already done
2: Amistad at this oh, he's point. Ten, this and is ten yeah.
0: years after, or not ten years? This is seven years after fucking uh, Days yeah, of Confused. Yeah,
2: Yeah.
0: God, Harvey Keitel just <laughs> this,
2: not who I would have like picked. Misfit. Yeah. 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 Got to
1: have that old man character though.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, the, he he actually played a good chief. Like,
1: no, he, no, he I, did a good
0: job, It just he seems it, out of place. To it be. just yeah. seems out. of
1: it just, I wouldn't. It's not that you didn't do, do a good job, it's just if you would have told me I got
0: dip charged in the last bar.
1: Yeah, if you would have told me like that's in World war that One. he'd be in this movie, I'd be like, no way. Like bad lieutenant's gonna be on board. Like, what? <laughs>
2: um
0: Fuck you, Mr. Kubrick.
1: Yeah, that's it right there. Yeah Yeah, so nineteen twenty eight A Thompson with the but stock removed. Though no historically the
3: possible, there's no evidence. Yeah, I mean that's fucking
2: ridiculous. <laughs> I like that
1: phrase, historically possible. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what I'm gonna say. I mean, it's, an, it's an
1: interesting concept, but I don't know how it would work very well.
0: Well, the thing is, is that it, it, we can pointless. we agree that these guns were made for this movie? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And yes, can we 100%. agree that it's a cool concept? Yes. Yeah. And usually, sure. cool concept guns made for movies that are props get used again. And I've never seen this anywhere, mm, so it's like a lot of work for no gain, for no historical value. Huh. that was never used again. Like, so just
1: interesting. Enlarge that, please. So enhance. It looks like, it looks like they, <laughs> Brian. Look, it looks like they. Yeah, see, they put the. Um, looks like they drilled the back. through and through the back.
0: But there's that little but piece. Wouldn't
1: that, but wouldn't that get in the way of the buffer pad? <laughs> Yes. not that, yeah, that completely like yep. not make because that obsolete? You're,
0: you're building off the little recess that also locks in the lower.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're, cause you, are because because I, I thought it looked like he, it looks like they put the, the bolt through the, that little recess that locks the lower. Unless the they upper. made,
0: uh, unless they made it so that it goes through that little detent and they got rid of the spring catch piece and they just drilled a hole through it and they made that the actual mount for the, yeah. For the rear.
2: I have a feeling that stock would uh, obscure the rear sight, you know, that, uh, that folding.
0: Um, Paladino. Let me see if well, I'm just guessing. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah, guessing yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. like oh, it's in it the Cuts.
1: Well, I'm I'm trying to I'm just trying to find a good picture of it, but it's not. There's no like up and ready like picture of it. No, because it, it, it.
0: Well, Nathan, go email the prop master and ask him if it's an STG 44 or an mp forty
1: three. Oh, uh, bro, are we gonna throw it down? Because I'll, no. I'll throw
0: it down. Well, I I think that's the other way to solve this because this has never been used in anything else, and there's really no good photos of it. That looks like it could even be a fucking like. That yeah. looks like
1: a Photoshop. To yeah. Me. Oh,
2: of course yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know that photo that they use. I've seen that photo. That specific
1: yeah. one. Yeah. Because the lighting of the buttstock doesn't match the and lighting. I of the made rest it. Of it.
3: At that point, <laughs> um, you just might as well not have a fucking stock on the goddamn thing. I love the that's what I'm saying.
1: Like, yeah. I've seen photos of guys
2: like in tanks and stuff that they just don't have the stocks on them. At it's all. a
0: button. It literally takes. It, it it takes less time to take the stock off than it does to fold out that fucking thing. Yeah,
1: yeah I because know. and not one. the guns I, are cocked too. And and not once did I ever see. Um, you're right. Yeah, that too, Brian. Now the guns are cocked. Um, and not once did I see the. They were this, cocked. The, not well, not, not here. That, that one's there. forward. Yeah, yeah,
3: but he might have been out of ammo. But like the rest of them that I've seen are cocked. Like that, that one. one.
1: Is, that one's okay. cocked. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Um, but but my point is is that I never once saw the stock folded out either yeah. so
0: it must mean it didn't work oh well, interesting you don't really see
2: blue muzzle flashes anymore that was kind of a thing you saw in movies you know but you see know, uh, the M-
0: one good muzzle uh flash shot up above Great. so m1 a1 when did that come out september 40 oh the m1 came out in september 42 yeah i don't know when the a1 exactly came out i think i think 42 or
1: 43 Forty-three.
3: Yeah. So it's a little early for that to be a period.
0: Little early,
1: not that it wouldn't have been, but 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 the M yes. one to, to my yes yeah, the M one. My understanding is that the Navy liked twenty-eights due to the cyclic rate, and they li- and twenty-eights were also already really much there. Yeah. And I believe who I norm I think what normally got the new stuff was the Army. Yep. And I believe the Marines and Navy normally had the late – they didn't really apply oh, yeah, until much yeah. later. With the, the Navy, Navy just,
0: bought a stuff. shit ton of 1928s in the 20s You're just 30s. the
3: afterbirth, Eli.
0: <laughs> they have a – you can find U.S. Navy stamped 28s a lot. They're actually one of the more common ones because they bought so many of them. So the before. Rising, that was a good fucking touch. Very That's Navy because cool. the Navy yep. got a ton of them early in forty two. And yep. it's cool, it's a paratrooper model as well, the fifty yep. five or sure. the holding stock. Yeah. Yep. yeah funny no, that,
2: thing. That, that, yep.
3: Go ahead. No.
2: Um oh, his
3: fucking uniform is so bad.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, that looks like something from yeah, like Starship Trooper, well, From <laughs> what
0: an American would think that the Germans would wear. Right. Um Yeah. But what do you call oh. it? Uh you know, the rising's got a lot of shit and stuff. But one guau kind I memoir I read, this guy was like, the problem with the rising is that the magazine springs weren't Strong enough so it would cause misfeeds, so they would just double up the springs on the magazines. And he goes, We never had a problem, yeah. so mm. it's like one of those maybe history's mysteries, but it's uh, you know, like the show. Show
2: interesting.
0: What's this called? Never seen one of these before. What yeah. is it Looks like space age technology, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a black widow. <laughs> oh, god, yeah. It's, is that a Phoebe 38? It's got black called. grips, must be a black oh, widow. yes. Yeah p38 this is they only use these in camps in the holocaust right dude,
2: what the hell is this guy doing <laughs> <laughs> that was this guy doing laying down in his bed waiting to shoot somebody like
0: what the? Fuck, now, that dude? looks like a movie set to me that last photo <laughs>
2: oh with the giant sparks yeah. oh god yeah
0: that's yeah. like at least half as wide as a u-boat right there or sorry twice as wide as a U boat right there <laughs> like, that's really so, wide yeah. That's like eight people wide right now. That's like,
3: I think, I think it's like more like three times because a fucking U boat or a submarine, even nowadays is I have a big problem getting through those fucking holes. And, and like,
0: yeah, Mike Uh, could lie (laughs) horizontally here and still not touch the walls of the sub, right? And, and in real you life, you couldn't fucking no. take a shit in a sub without touching all four walls, including the ceiling. Like,
3: Dude, yeah. when I first saw the shitters on, like, a fucking Cold War-era Russian sub, I was like, yeah, there's no possible. This is why we won. <laughs> like, yeah. no, like, You're
2: gonna try and take a shit, the toilets, the whole toilet's gonna go up as ass. Dude,
3: it's literally yeah. a hole on steel.
1: Yeah. It really, really is.
3: It really, <laughs> no, it really <laughs> is. It's a hole about this big around... On a steel like bench, there's two of them, and they're randomly they placed hands. throughout the fucking boat. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm good. All shit off the side." <laughs> it's like it's like you know, it's like those uh, it's like those uh, beanbag games you have at the fair, and you're trying to throw the beanbag yeah. hole. Cornhole, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cornhole, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cornhole? It's it's like doing that, but you're standing like a foot off the hole
0: and going like. And if you eat corn, you target. shit
3: into there, and you actually make it, you win.
0: <laughs> what uh, do you win? Not having to clean up your shit from the fucking yeah, galley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yay. MP forty. Yes.
3: That's a that's a weird one.
0: The Michael Peter forty. <sighs> I heard the Germans used to prefer to use these to protect the U boats in the middle of the Atlantic. Yeah, and they staying guard on range. deck all night. Yeah. Every Dude, time back yeah, and yeah. forth. Yeah, Real right.
3: talk, though. A lot of the Germans had MP twenty eight twos and MP. uh Some of them had MP thirty fours. Like the, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, the yeah. sailors. Yeah. Because they're that more would reliable. Have been a cool yeah. Touch. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That, that would have been a cool touch. Never seen that. Well, like, yeah. well, like, well, um, yeah, you have.
1: I, I. What?
3: The Dirty Dozen strikes again, or the second one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't oh, know that counted how, as a movie. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about Dune Troopers here, okay? Like. <laughs> Dune Troopers. Sure. Thanks for
1: jogging my memory. Um, oh yeah, we're in the Austrian is, fucking
0: episode
1: um, 2009.
0: I assume the Kriegsmarine
1: I, I yeah. Marine were probably just like the the navy's uh the american navy where it's like they had the iteration before the new and best so i'm assuming it was probably the same thing well, they so would like, have had
3: mp40s at this point but well, like, yeah
1: but like but like primarily it probably would have been like you said 28s and 34s but so they I
3: liked the 28s and they like the 30 well the 34 is one of the best submachine guns i think ever fucking made mm-hmm. um and they liked them a lot so the ss that was the problem and they were really expensive but they had a lot of 28s from what i understand because there's just a lancaster that was modified a little bit. And yeah, so from what I understand, they got K ninety eights, of course, and uh, they made them specifically for the Kriegs marina. And they had P thirty. Only cost and you like... four
1: thousand dollars in a boomer soul, so you know. Uh,
3: uh, for the M stamp. F- add a zero to that. What? To your your estimated 40? price? Oh yeah.
1: Oh wow. Jeez. Oh
3: god yeah. Oh oh fuck yeah. Ugh. Yep.
1: Uh I was happy to see a thirty four not a forty two thank God. Me too. Yep. Yeah. Even I if then,
0: wrong I uh, should have a forty two.
1: No, don't you gaslight me. <laughs> it's a thirty four. Although and uh but uh, uh nice it blanks. Was, should yeah. have been a fucking yeah,
3: exactly. It should have been an MG thirteen.
1: Front side is down. What the, uh, No, no, no. Front what? side's up right here oh it's up okay it just blends but, in with the jacket yeah but
3: nice blanks yeah. though love it
0: <laughs> at least not plastic blanks. <sighs> the and when he shoots he goes like uh, 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 uh. they look like eight millimeter too actually so it's not so are expensive. you okay that are you sure like
2: that rate of fire seems slow to me that's, no, not that, a, that's 30. a 34 no, that's, that's a, 34. a 34 i know i know I've, I've 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 never been around an actual one but i've seen lots of videos and they they seemed faster than that, you know. They're not forty-two, you know, rate of fire. But no, they're they're pretty
3: like was... slow, and uh, they're they're way more controllable than a forty-two, of course. But like, that's that's what the rate from,
1: of fire from, was from from the first time and the only time I've watched it. It seemed like it was. That's why <laughs> they're was... only
0: known as Hitler's hedge clipper, like, instead of Hitler's
1: buzz I don't
2: know, man. I've seen like, it it was faster than that. it was
0: like for me, like a thirty-four is like. It's not that quick. One more time? <laughs> okay, yeah. It sounds like the mg G thirty four is in the longest day. <laughs> no, the MG
2: thirty four is in the longest day are like Yeah.
3: C, C- thirty
1: five eighty
0: eight seconds. The, the Orlocan and uh, the casino in the longest day. <laughs> so, uh two your flat gun, thirty eight Look at that fucking oh, shot! <laughs> Thought it was a goatee for a second. Oh, I oh, did oh, too. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> was that on
1: purpose? Yeah. Has to be. Come on. Uh, Isn't that Smalls from uh uh the from? Oh my god! Yep. Sandlot. Yeah, That's why he looks familiar. He's in yeah. Pearl Harbor too. Then. Yeah, from the Sandlot. Oh. Yeah, he's also in uh he's also in Black Hawk Down. Yeah. I wonder why he looked familiar. Black Hawk Down. Yeah, Smalls.
0: Uh, that was the goatee.
1: Yeah, Uh, or or It was cool to see the death charges. The gray painted
3: helmets. That's an M40 with a fucking KM decal on it. Nice. That's
1: cool. I like the life (laughs) vests. Yep. Yeah, it was cool. And this was cool. Like again, I have to give this movie props for that. That's cool. That's cool to see pyrotechnics and water. You know, physical, practical, and, and it looked because you could
3: see the shock wave before it actually mm-hmm. came
1: up. Yeah, and there, and there were and there was CG shot comp yeah. shots in here. I could see them even on a VHS. Uh, yep. it, but it's, the it's going into the water, right? Yeah. And when the ship's like or the submarine's slowly going underneath the destroyer, like that was CG. But like that, you know, the, in, from the breach uh, going under the surface of the water. When it gets underwater, it's all models. But it, I still really like it. Right.
3: That one guy's got a double decal helmet. Nice.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. All right. They don't look Nazi enough, though. <laughs> they weren't executing prisoners fast enough. So, I believe we can now move on to final thoughts. So, who wants hmm. to go first?
2: Uh, Nate goes first. He's the last to go
1: first. You want to reverse it on me? God damn it! All right. Yeah, it's about time, uh, card, wow. motherfucker. Wow. Well, te- well, technically, you you spoke first. So shouldn't you go first? Or the- I could get no. behind that. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Nate, fucking go. <laughs> you always bitch uh, about going last, so fuck uh, you.
1: It's fine. Um, no, I mean, like, um, you know, again, like, like I said before, it's like it. What? It's exactly what I thought it would be. Middle of the road, slightly below the bar uh, war movie from their early aughts. However, I think, you know, actually finally watching it, uh, after being told for years how bad it is, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, honestly. Um, But there are some things that I don't like about it. Um, There are some interesting stylistic choices and mainly with the writing. I really didn't have any problem with the cinematography or the editing or the or the acting per se, just the writing. It's like you could predict it from a mile away. It's like tropes and tropes and no character building at all for the the quintessential, I guess quote unquote bad guy who gets like his skull caved in near the at the end. Like I don't know, it just it just it just felt almost like lazy writing but that's what most of the early 2000s are. <laughs> so, I mean like, I don't know. All in all, I enjoyed it. I have 6 copies of it on VHS, unfortunately. So, I have to figure out how way to get rid of all those, but
2: you have to watch all 6 of them.
1: I have to watch all 6 of them before I get rid of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um cuz I bought I buy VHS lots and it's always in it's always in like a war movie bundle. I can never not have it. I don't know why. But it has like two tapes I really want, so I have to buy it with it in there. Uh, I'm going to say I give this. I'm gonna. I'm literally going to be boring tonight, but I'm literally going to give it a five out of ten. Screen mill Gibson's. I'm what? dead, middle, dead middle of the road.
0: A roadkill.
1: I think it deserves that at least for the props, the costume, the sets, and the practical effects. The writing is trash, and that's why it gets a five for me.
0: It's a movie. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That is a wheeze. Yeah, that
1: is the longest wheeze I think we've ever (laughs) got. Jesus, right?
0: If I could rate the wheeze, I'd give the wheeze a higher ring. Yeah,
3: (laughs) (laughs) it's a a movie. (laughs) Then Mike's face is just like,
2: (laughs) oh, did I make a face? Oh God, yeah. You know, this is a yes, Brian. It's a movie. I love make this jump so hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that was worth it just for the wheeze. I'm gonna keep that wheeze on record forever. Oh, that was great. <laughs> oh, oh fuck. This really right. is
0: a prokupant time It reminds me a lot of Pearl Harbor and a lot of the films that came out right around 2000 that were like just a little out there, way too polished and just bombastic. You know, it's just got a lot of things thrown together and it's trying to be a film that it can't be, a 1960s adventure movie, but it's just done so poorly and it's just sad. So much was thrown at this and it could have been something interesting, but it's not. So, that being said, I will give this a 4 out of 10. I believe this is worth watching because it's notorious for how bad it is. So, just watch it to get it out of the way (laughs) so that you can say, I've watched it. Don't be like Nate and, like, make it to your 30s and, like, have not watched this movie I
1: think that's why I'm not so angry about it because, to me, it's just like, oh, that was interesting, but I'll never watch that again. So It's like like not
0: seeing Forrest Gump. It's like, wait, what? That's strange, but okay. Like, you
1: know. I, I've never seen a single, like I said in the beginning, I never saw a single clip of it, never saw it on TV, never even heard of it until we, did this pod, we started this podcast. And you guys were always like, oh, have you ever seen U571? I'm like, no. You're like, that's terrible. Don't ever fucking see it. It's the worst horrible movie ever.
0: Yet you own all of the VHS yet tapes. I own, yeah, own more VHS tapes than people in this podcast.
2: Probably of a movie you've never owns. seen
0: before. That Larry King loved, by the way.
2: <laughs> yes. Recommended by Larry King. Yes. Um, could probably own more copies than any ad.
0: person. Mr. Burns. Yeah. Listen, yeah. if it's good enough for Larry, it's Mr. good enough for Burns. me. <laughs> so.
4: Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent.
0: But uh, no, it's um, there's something missing from this movie. It's too polished. It's uh, it's worth a watch because of how strange it is. And I'll end it with this: Why is there a fucking Zelpon on a fucking U-boat? An Italian one. Yeah, at that, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I thought that was weird. I love it. I love fucking 29 yeah. Tello as well, but like, why? So it's yep. just to uh, watch it and laugh.
1: You got, you got to give it the most decimal thing ever for Sean
0: to do a roundhouse fart.
1: <laughs> yeah, my
0: score is gonna be out of
3: twenty this week.
1: But, um, <laughs> yeah, out of twenty
3: <laughs> on a scale of one to Alexander. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: that was really so. Funny. Yeah.
3: Like I said, I, I saw this when it came out in theaters as a small child, which I probably shouldn't have. Um, but no, it now that you know, we know a lot more and we've had years to research things and, and, and research filmography and, and filmmaking and all that stuff, it it fell short in so many different ways. Um, there were so many little details that again, this is written by somebody and and directed by somebody who has no fucking contextual idea of how the Second World War actually went down. Um, I don't know much about naval warfare in the Second World War, but I know more than the fucking writer and director do. That's what I'm going to say, right? So that's not good. It's a, it's definitely an insult, because I don't know shit fuck all, but I know more than they do. I do give props to the, um, the uh, well, pun intended, I guess, uh, to the prop master, the costume designers. Good, except for that one... The, the, the whole American thing, whatever, I don't give a fuck, though. It's it's redeemable as far as the rest of the uh, costumes and everything. Not bad at all. The weaponry, interesting. Um, They had 28A1s, I'll just say that. We're not going to talk about the stocks. They had 28A1s, completely accurate, good stuff. Um, uh, sailor's having hand grenades? Mm. But anyway... Um, there was just so many tactical and just, um, like, macro-level t- tactical, like, uh, things that just were so fucked up and just so wrong. And, again, it's just somebody that wanted to make a war film because they saw a war film and they didn't bother to do the research. They're like, I got the funding. I'm going to make this happen. So many things fell short on this one. and um, there, But, again, there were good scenes, like the depth charge scenes, yes. Um, the actual, like, for, you know, the communication between the crew... Or among the crew, rather. That was cool. I liked seeing that. It's I don't know whether it's accurate or not, because, again, I don't know much about naval warfare. But it seemed like everybody was in their place. They knew what they were doing. Things got fucked up. They rectified that. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but the whole plot of just, like, this massive, like, battle royale with this German destroyer when your boat's about half strength at top's. I mean, what? Do, come on, like, let's go down to the bottom of the ocean until bolts are cracking. Come on, it's just it's it's made to be a movie. It is entertaining for people who have no fucking idea about the historical context. I will say that because when I was a kid, it was entertaining as shit. But it, it's it's hard to enjoy it as an adult now. It's a lot like butt sex. You know, you have it as a kid, and you don't enjoy Steve it when you're an adult.
1: Fucking crap! So basically,
3: now seeing it, you know, as an adult who has a little bit more um, context, it's really hard to just get into it because it's so tropey. It's just so fucking boring. It tries to be like, like Brian said, it tries to be a '60s adventure movie, and it just is not. Um, not unwatchable. It's not the most terrible thing in the world. I, I I'm gonna give this a four seven.
2: All right, that leaves me. Um... You know, I don't know. If it, it's funny. This kind of seems to fall into this category of like dad war movies, you know? Um, we could I like love you, old, son. Yeah, but just like movies that, like, you know, your dad is going to rent, you know, at some point. Like this and Braveheart and uh, Wind Talkers and shit. Like. Um,
0: American that, Patriot.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's like. Or Patriot, sorry. Right. American the,
1: Patriot. The shit. <laughs> <the, laughs> Jesus. American Jeez, <laughs> Brian's tired. We're just we're just okay. fucking
3: Nate hard tonight. Like... Yeah, we're just really fucking him hard. Stop. Gandhi.
1: No, go come on. <laughs> all right, all right,
3: Mike. Go oh. ahead. Sorry.
4: Okay. <laughs> oh, anyway. Uh,
0: fucking this fucking yeah, anyway. <laughs> this <the>
3: fucking <laughs> Larry King is no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm gonna
2: have to just have my review be that. <laughs> <you know>?
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd call he's, he's literally a fucking
2: he guy.
1: was, he was, he's dead now. Oh, he well, was. he's got his
3: legacy, which you know,
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: He reviewed this movie yeah. and liked
1: it, so he'll live on. The Crypt Keeper yeah. is long gone. A <laughs> man crepe. was 95 years old for the last millennia. Well, his
3: fucking skull with, like,
0: those aliens on. I think he's still alive. Or is he dead, actually? No, now. he's dead. Oh, he's been he dead, dead for a while, yeah. He's oh, been dead yeah. for, like, yeah, yeah. five or
1: six years now, yeah. Really?
0: Wow. <laughs> I've been living in a world I thought he was still alive. He might
1: He might have died in, like, COVID, uh height of COVID or something. I can't remember. Well, that's one good thing wow. that came out of that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Larry I mean, King the man, the, the man, the man was literally hundred for like since the eighties.
2: Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I just looked yeah. so,
0: him
1: yeah. up. He died at age eighty-seven.
2: When? So, uh, Two thousand twenty-one. Okay.
0: What time? I
3: don't. Okay. Let's 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 Mike get his fucking. <laughs> yeah. Here's my. Oh okay. God, that, that derailed uh, so hard. Uh,
2: Christ. So yeah, it's a dad war movie, and. Uh, um, <laughs> so and it just sucks um it just sucks uh i um yeah like i say you know it's clearly someone is wanting to do dust boat which is a much superior movie and it's like why don't you just watch that instead um but uh and you know it's so funny this move when i was watching this movie too it was i was thinking i started to think about stuff because i know uh when they make star trek and like star wars they have someone there to throw in a whole bunch of techno babble. That doesn't really mean anything. Sounds like they're doing stuff on the ship. And um, I was just thinking, I was like, is that what like a lot of these scenes, like they're like, were they on, are these in the script or is this something that like the military advisors on set were just feeding the actors or something? I don't know. Just, just turn the ballast
1: knob about. to port.
2: Right. Yeah. It's like, right. is that actually in the script? Like, did they know that much about this? I, I don't know. Go but, shovel um, wood. <laughs> like, <for laughs> <soul. Yes. laughs> yeah. yeah um but uh anyway and there was just a lot of that especially in the second half of the movie of matthew mcconaughey just talking about we're gonna do this to the destroyer we're gonna do that to them. i'm just like i don't give a fuck and um but uh i actually do like matthew mcconaughey's uh intro he's just like sitting in his car looking like he'd rather be anywhere else yeah and he's just like staring dead ahead he's like we're rolling matthew but, um, yeah. All, enough,
0: right, so. all right, all right, all right. right
2: all right. I got right, nothing against right. Matthew McConaughey. I think he's a really good well, he, actor. Did, he did a good uh,
3: job, and so the other actors in this film, I yeah, think. Exactly.
2: So, yeah, exactly. The, I got the acting in this Jim. movie wasn't my problem with it. Yeah. No, not at all. Um, just the writing, yeah, like, fucking, it sucks, dude. David Ayer's fucking writing on period, like, war stuff is just awful. And uh, the dialogue is so bad, but uh, I, I could go on. Anyway, yeah, it's a dumb, bombastic action movie that doesn't really need to be seen. Um, I, I, I don't think I will ever watch it again after this
1: review. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a solid three out of 10. Uh, real quick. The budget was 65 million and it made, it made made 126 million. Mm. So it was a uh, A success. It doubled. Like I said, I remember hearing about it when it
2: came out you saw it in theaters. Oh yeah. yeah, God. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It was a success. And I saw the set where it was, they shot it. Right? Yeah.
3: And a on fucking the... cookie?
2: No, it's just, it's just a, you know, a period in time that's something I can remember. It's probably on my old VHS camera somewhere.
0: You know, a memory is but a moment in time. <laughs> so putting all the scores into the computer that will tell us if Michael will actually, ever actually like a David Iyer movie, we get a rating <laughs> of. 4.18 out of 10. So that falls into the Thursday night matinee category. Yep. Sounds about so, right. Yeah. yeah. You know, don't drive
1: much. home from work and watch it. Watch it on your day. Don't
0: rush anywhere to fucking yeah. watch
1: it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Watch Dust Boat instead. You know,
3: it's only an hour yeah. longer and it's 100% better. Worth
1: it. <laughs> yeah. I was shocked this was an hour and 57 minutes. Uh,
3: me too. I'm like, I didn't remember it being that long, but it's oh, like, oh
1: my, it dragged on. At some parts, at least so in Book, even the slow
3: scenes were like entertaining and like they keep they keep you captivated. This yeah, one's it's just a, interesting. it's like a, a like you said it's a milk toast lukewarm so,
0: like, <laughs> watered down See, version of Das And Boat. I was so, waiting for a fucking like you know Cheez-It commercial from two thousand four, right? Or like you know something yeah, so, like because of TNT you know, an Obama so, campaign ad. So like, I don't know, like you so, know, back in the day before you could not stream stuff, they would actually cut out half the movie and put ads into it. Oh yeah, and yeah, you know I'm like. Because I realize now that people actually might not have experienced that if they had actual cable television. Like, you know, you literally, like, lose a quarter of the movie.
1: So, so, you know what's funny? I kept having, like, parts where I'm like, God damn, like, when is this over? You know? Like, like some parts were interesting, but like some lulls, I'm just like, oh, my God, I don't care how much do I have left. And I would hit the pause button on the VCR, and i go, oh, wait, I don't have a progress bar. Nope. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, that doesn't. That I'm didn't like, exist back oh, then. Oh no! I'm like, I don't know how much longer this is. And then I, then I <laughs> went, and then I saw. I was like, okay, hit the pause button. So from when I started the tape. It was. It says I have fifty seven minutes. Okay, so I look. I have to pick up the cassette, kelvert I have to look at the back and go. Okay, it's an hour and fifty seven minutes on the back of the thing. And I had to minus fifty three minutes and say, okay, I have like an hour left. Like a local oh,
0: man does math more at six. I had to like, <laughs> yeah,
1: and I was just like, I was just like, oh my god, like. Like I haven't had to do that in 20 years. You local know? Maryland oh man does
3: math for the first time in 20 years.
0: <laughs>
3: Brain explodes.
1: <laughs> Brian Brian had a really quick way to joke. It was like a couple of it. He's like, local man finds out basic cable still exists or something like that. It fucking made me laugh. Yeah, (laughs) because you were like, I don't watch the
0: news. It's like, wow. (laughs) Well, there's these things that happen over the course of a day, and then people record those events, and then the ones that are most noteworthy happen to end up on your fucking television screen.
1: That was the same episode I said TiVo instead of DVR because I couldn't remember what DVR was, and Michael's like, you mean DVR? And I'm like, all right. Not a TiVo. It's not 1995 or whatever the hell TiVo came out. Yeah.
2: Yeah, TiVo I think came out
1: in like 2003 or something like that. No, like ninety, like ninety nine. Hold was on, really expensive. Hold a on. While. Here's your education, people. Hold on, TiVo. Because I okay, around. I got it in '03. year? Then. 1999.
0: Pre yeah. Y2K, motherfucker.
1: Yeah, remember that? I remember. I remember my rich ass friend who had a divorced parents who were both doctors. Cause they would always fight each other or who got their kids better gifts. And he had a TiVo like immediately, like the Dude. first year.
0: Oh God, this is nostalgic. But do you remember like the fucking purple, like guide screen? On... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Like, I, yeah, I think it was charter. Or whatever, but it was like. Do you like,
2: remember the TV Guide channel with the yes, 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 yeah? <laughs> so I Did remember reading the, the
3: goddamn TV Guide, the fucking paper that my grandma would get, and I'm yeah, like, oh, magazine. I need to watch this because I was staying at my grandma's place. Where's for The it weekend. Fuck yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good. And then you know, when she was sleeping in her lazy boy, I'd be like oh, I'm watching Spongebob or I'm watching this or whatever dumb fucking shit. Right,
0: yeah, yeah. Dude, if are fucking playing Battleground too. on TCM on Saturday. I'm going to watch that. Holy shit.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Citizens yeah. Well,
0: every Sunday. I couldn't watch yeah. war
3: movies at my grandma's place. But
1: uh, she would, did No, and she was right. <laughs> my grandmother would fall asleep. Here we are. I remember watching, oh, God, Michael, help me out because you would know this. What is it?
0: The True Pan, Lies. The
1: Pamela Anderson, like, after hour. Barb Wire? No. No, the Pamela Anderson cartoon. Oh, Oh, a stripperella. Thank you. That's (laughs) That's sort of, <laughs> what I because I couldn't watch that at home, and On I and I, would, and I would sneak it at my grandmother's <laughs> place. And be like, "Oh my God, this is like awesome! Like, it's a cartoon, but it's not." You know, like it's a cartoon. I can't believe boobs. you remember that name. I was like, oh, I knew you Michael. would know it. I knew you would know it. So like, yeah. I remember
2: when yeah, t- when Spike TV tried to launch their stupid uh, animated series. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was. One I remember of Spike. Yep. Oh no yeah, yeah. Spike TV. TV
1: dun, 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 for men, first network for men. Yeah.
0: Uh, anyway, I would much rather watch two hours of random Spike programming than this ever again. I oh, would yeah. rather
2: watch Stripperella than than U five. No, 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 it
0: doesn't have to be anything because anything they played was great. Mm. Like even the early bar rescues were horrible. They were so funny. So, <laughs> but uh, well, I think we have made it to the end of the journey. And we've now yes. broken the Enigma code, apparently, but the British did it a year ago. So the, the,
2: the, the, That machine's barely in the movie. You don't if even know it's If anyone there. wants
1: a copy of U571, <laughs> let me know.
0: <laughs> There's six of them in Maryland yeah, yeah. Uh, in a ghetto. But anyway. He's yeah, yeah. um, living in the Maryland shit We will catch you yeah. guys next week outside the ghetto. Yay. So what's your quote? Don't you dare say. Oh, fuck. I already screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare say what you said to the boys back there again. I don't know. Those three words will get a crew dead as a depth or kill a crew dead as a depth charge. You're the skipper now, and the skipper always knows what to do, whether he does or not. Thanks, bad, Lieutenant. No worries. Catch you on U five U five seven two next year. Yeah. Catch you guys next week. God. That's the sequel.
2: U five seven two. It's
3: like Schindler's list Schindler's list two. He's back. Schindler's
0: pissed. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a rating. Otherwise, Mel Gibson won't stop screaming. If you like this content, make sure to check out our Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram pages. If you want to directly support our work, make sure to check out our Patreon. All these links are in the description below. Until the next time, Scuttlebutt out. Michael made himself eight years younger so that he was born the same year that SPR came out. So,
2: if you look at all his, uh, you know. <laughs> I Listen, dude, I remember when that movie came out. I remember that. I am the movie. Oh, me too. Yeah. Yep. And then... You know, and then i remember well, seeing that was it.
3: later on yeah, yeah. like it's it, like i had to go to my friend's house whose parents did not give a flying fuck in order to see about it, what yeah. he did and we watched the two that had two vhs's and um we'd watch that and i just sat there and i was like eight years old or nine years old and i'm just like
1: oh <laughs> my god that was that first, that was like that was like for Braveheart for me. It was ninety nine. First time <laughs> I, I
0: saw it was in the back of a minivan that had a VHS player with a three inch screen. And on the way from one friend's house to my house, we watched the Omaha scene. Was there a, was there a fucking orgy going on? Why would you see it in that kind of environment? I don't know. It was literally, my friend was like, oh, you want to see something cool? And he puts an SBR. That was like in fifth grade. It's like It was one of those like random memories. Like, Remember when you could put a VHS into a minivan and you could watch it on a screen yeah. for like three years? And then they had the drop-down ones. This was like... Mm-hmm. This is like an aftermarket thing that was like built into the console, the car. Yeah. It's <laughs> like one of those late 90s things. Uh, I remember we I was too
3: goddamn poor to afford shit like that. I, or I remember know. here in yeah, Connecticut. The, like, <laughs>
0: well,
1: like, well, like I remember the DVD uh, players. I never remember the VHS in the car, so I was not privileged enough to have that. No, that was the only oh, yeah. time I ever had that
0: experience. And because I remember the DVDs as well, but it was so random because it was like, look. <laughs>
3: It, was like, it goes right. in, the the in the back of the fucking center console in the middle, right? Yeah, yep, yeah. You're the back of it, and it's the tray that pops up. It wasn't like you yes. put it in, yep, you yeah. Tray, yeah. and then you put the VHS in, and yeah, yeah. I think I remember one of those. It yeah. was like a person that it was their parents were boomers straight up, and they wanted the best and latest greatest shit, and the kids were spoiled as shit.
0: Oh, and These parents didn't give a shit about their kids and hit them, and they just wanted them to be distracted. So in the car, oh, that, yeah, they, they would yeah. just be like, fucking watch shit. So they'd be like, this is why an eighth grader is watching SPR unsupervised. Like, you right. know, this, there you go. this is how that happens. And then, so. and then after that,
2: all of the Medal of Honor and stuff like that, you know.
3: Oh, 99 yeah. was when I, I got my first PlayStation. Me too. Parents bought it for me in like 99 or mm-hmm. was it 98? Because it... It we was later than in, everyone else had, you know. We got and ours like, in
2: '97. That's when we had ours. Yeah. Right,
3: and I got mine later because I was so pissed off. I'm like, I just
2: want a PlayStation,
3: and then I got it, and I fucking rented. I, I burned out the CD from the local rental place of Medal of Honor, <laughs> and um, I, I fucking played that thing until. Oh my god, I was. I, I didn't get any sleep. All I wanted yep. to do at school all day was go back and play Medal of Honor. Yep. This is so fun. i would use an MP40. Oh, every, my God. Every
2: Friday, rent that from Blockbuster, yeah.
3: And uh, yeah. You know, with all of its yeah.
2: and stickers all over it. And then uh, when I finally got it for my birthday, it was like, I don't have to rely on Blockbuster anymore, even though I've already beaten <laughs> the game.
0: I know, remember so Friday what. nights. I was very young, but I did experience it going to Blockbuster, being like, what the fuck are we going to watch? It's such a cultural local movie experience. Jokes. Yeah, um, we had local movie
3: joints because we didn't have out here, it's like pretty fucking. Real. Yeah, you get
0: a bunch right. of like the third party whatever's and you get some
3: really Yeah, you know, good it was just <laughs> local, local video rental joints and you could actually rent, like when PS2 came out, my God, you could rent the console, mm-hmm, right?
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. And from, I was from, like, yeah.
3: I'm going to play Medal of Honor Frontline. And I'm just like, oh my <laughs> God, the graphics it, are fucking amazing.
0: It's funny because that like, was unbelievable, that game. To me, Blockbuster smelled like air conditioning and plastic. Mm-hmm. But the third party, like oh, rental yeah. places, smell like body odor and sweat. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> it's like a, a wet mop, basically. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Because
1: there were, sinop- were fat cinephiles that would just sit there and watch VHS. Ex- the ex- literally. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Yep. There exactly were just people that were like
3: so fucking baked and just completely well, out of their mind. Because
1: the local places, they didn't have like, they didn't. They didn't care about like stigma and stuff. As long as you ran the movies, Blockbuster was like a corporation, so you had yeah. standard mm-hmm. and all this other shit and all this other stuff. Like, and I remember, I the Blockbuster that's the that Blockbuster was, carpet is is yeah the Blockbuster <laughs> the like Blockbuster building <laughs> yeah, the right? Blockbuster building is now like a like a like a ceramic tile place. Right it's through like four lives of sunset, but the Hollywood Video was there, oh, I yeah. think, until like. 2006 and then it died Damn, so like I was right really sad about that head. Yeah, that's when that's We went yep. to Hollywood yep. Video a lot more Than we ever did Blockbuster Because Blockbuster died in my town In like 04, 05 And then, and then Hollywood was Soon after, but I remember like I remember renting Tomorrow Never Dies And loving that movie <laughs> so much And making my father watch it For like the Friday Thing. Uh-huh. And like by the fourteenth time, my dad's like, "Can we please watch something fucking else of this movie?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Why? How could you not love this fucking movie?" And I'm going like, "And now I go back and watch that movie, and it's the worst Bond. Oh, I think I shit. it's it's horrible." Now
2: you apologize to your father. Yeah, it's no, Steve, no. He makes you watch it.
1: It's just it's just it's just <laughs> Steve Jobs Pictures as a villain in fucking 01 It's like or, or ninety nine or whatever the fuck it is. It's just I like I think what, that what, one was ninety nine. I, I saw it, that in it's
3: theater. It's so bad um, well, and like in the in the interim period, really quick, Mike, um, yeah. of like 2004 to five, right when the stores like, we had a place called the Video Den, right? That's mm-hmm. literally what it was called that's
0: creepy <laughs> it <laughs> that was, was awesome like, yeah.
3: they did they did the remember, remember like
0: the little screen they all yeah. had them. no it, it <laughs> was
3: it was it was a it was a it was like a cloth like a cor- <laughs> yes. I remember the porno and i corner. walked into there one time I and the i'm the like supposed corner yeah oh to be <laughs> I, here. I walked
1: in there i walked in there one time and the guy like around the corner he's like hey and, he, and i could hear this like this fat guy just running down the whole entire story he's like pulls a car he's like get out of here you can't be in here and I'm like what is this what, what, what is it? well at
3: least Dude, you have so the I used, I used, to, rent, I used yeah. to rent DVDs that I liked if I liked them I'd just throw them in and we had a DVD burner right it took like two hours to burn this fucking DVD <laughs> I remember
1: those days but
3: like I would go to Circuit City and get a bunch of DVDs they were expensive as fuck but I'd they buy were. them Yep. Mm-hmm. and I'd buy like a ten pack of them and I'd be like, all right, this better be worth it. And about fifty percent of the time, it would fuck up mid burning, and it would fuck the entire thing up. So I'd, I'd waste a DVD because we had such a cheap HP computer that it would just like, oh, something. It failed. would fail,
1: yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Same oh, with mine, yeah.
3: God damn it! And then so, but when you did, I was like, I'd rent the, I'd rent the thing for like two bucks or whatever for the weekend or whatever you want to. I think it was like three, or, three or four days, and then. What the fuck nice. sorry, about job, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> then, sorry about that good job mike sorry and then but I, i'd burn i'd burn the dvd and then i'd just sit there and watch it and it's never as good a quality right. ever but yeah i just burn these things from there and then they closed down i think 2009 2008 it was right around the time i went to iraq but like yeah they, they closed down because it's like yeah we well, got netflix now you got it's nobody's renting shit anymore
1: yeah it now was red, fucking na, na, awesome. now red boxes dying it's very interesting to see the trends
2: yeah it is but yeah it's... well i was gonna i was gonna ask like does anyone know if that one blockbuster in oregon is still there it's still going uh
1: wow it's still there okay. the, yep.
0: the ones in alaska gone. are gone they closed up last few years
1: mm. yeah the alaska ones are gone but that one that still remained that colbert or no not colbert um oh shit the british dude uh, J- D- oliver yeah james oliver What's name? John Oliver. John Oliver. He, he, uh, that, that kept them alive for a while. And uh, I think they're still going. I checked. I, I thought about that like, I think like a two, three months ago, I checked it. It looked like it's still going.
0: I think memberships is what keeps, we well, keeping the ones in Alaska going forever. Because remember they had the memberships and people from all around the world, they want to say that they have a <sighs> blockbuster membership. So if, for like a dollar, you know, they'd pay into it. Just you know, for a fun thing. Like,
1: like, like, like for Oregon and or Alaska, because they don't have good enough internet to to stream anything. So they need the physical copy of things. But now with Starlink and the technology of that, it'll be interesting to see how that affects that. Oh yeah. God,
3: this just brought back a really quick memory, and then we'll 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 head into it. Yeah. So I I'm tried gonna to p- burn, I'm gonna
1: put this at the end of the episode. So I
3: tried to burn uh, Metal Hunter Underground.
1: Oh God! I didn't, I didn't know oh God! No, that's so not gonna, gonna work.
3: No, exactly. So I tried to burn that. <laughs> To, I think so, Dreamcast.
1: I think Dreamcast is the only console that you could actually copy the CDs, right? Yeah. Oh so no, that, no!
3: But here's the thing: is I rented Underground, right? And then yeah. I tried I'm to take burn it out quick. I'm gonna hear
4: you yeah. Go some. take and dog it. Burned, out, yeah.
3: It burned the it burned the actual original copy that I rented.
1: <laughs> oh. So you fucked it the fucked fucked original disc so bad. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> it was so bad. Did you have to pay for it? Like, oh god, yeah. Yeah, well, my parents.
1: Did. <laughs> sure, they were happy. <laughs> oh man.
3: Oh god, yeah.
1: So just trying to just trying to make money out of trash, and so far it's working. I've sold like <laughs> fifty discs and made yeah. like. Is that what you're gonna do with the fucking U five seven one
2: VHSs?
1: God, I have so many. <laughs> I have like six of them. Give them that well, you, be, the you,
3: you better you better offload them before this pod hits. Do all Do all six
2: of them have Larry King's uh, recommendation on the front? No, only that one has it. Yeah, <laughs>
3: that's the it's Skeletor looking fucking. That's
1: it's, that's the rare it's... one. <laughs> It's really interesting to see how cover changes over the years. That one's definitely a later, the release. Yeah, I just I um, open that
2: up. I'm like, who's the poll quote on there? It's Larry King. Like, oh yeah. yes, of yeah. all people. <laughs> yeah. You guys <laughs> ready? Power the power hitter yeah. of
1: the early 2000s. Yeah. You should see the commercials on this mic. It was. Oh, I'm I'm sure they're golden, dude. You should. It was. You should it, was it was like you, scuttlebutt. Because it's cause it's the 2000s, so everyone wants like. everyone Bombastic. wants Well, no, no, no. It's like it's advertising it for DVD. They're trying to get DVD sales now. Yeah. So like they're like buy the DVD and you can see the behind the scenes footage of Jurassic Park 1 2 3 yeah. and you can do all this stuff and look how cool this is and interactive if buy, menus. If you buy DVD <laughs> if you buy the DVD for for U571 you can get a decoder pamphlet which will decode it on the box and look how cool that's like it's like back a cereal advertisement Yeah, like. did anyone do that? <laughs> because oh, God, because yeah. because you want a chance to have, to ride in a real nuclear modern mm-hmm. sub. Here's in the a, here's U.S. military. That was a reward for decoding it. Correct. I remember
2: in like the early 2000s, sometimes DVDs, when you would open them up in the thing where they would have a little booklet, um, they would have like advertisements for other DVDs in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: it was because it's, it's it that's where they got their money from. Right. Yep. You know that, and that's and that's and and to, and I guess we could save it for later, but like like that's where that's where the industry is so changed because. It was, it was. You know, you had your initial gross income from the movie releasing, but pe- actors and stuff, and and producers and stuff got most of their percentages through DVD sales and VHS yeah, sales. Yep. And yep. now it's no longer existing. Now it's contract based.
0: Yep. Weird. All right. Cool. You guys ready? <laughs>